1: Because, cuz-a-roo, because a a a a little nappy poo. <laughs> uh, Carl has uh, one of my favorite podcasts ever.
2: Who Are These Podcasts, run by a guy called Carl. Who Are These Podcasts. And it's a podcast review.
1: I was on Who Are These Podcasts yesterday. It's a great show. Have you ever listened to it? I have not. Who are these podcasts? They do a show about shows. I think it's a very interesting podcast to listen to. It just
2: mercilessly rips on people. Some of it's quite hilarious.
1: It's hilarious. The show's hilarious. It's showtime.
3: W-A-T-P! W-A-T-P! Hello! slappers and cousin roos welcome to another episode of who are these podcasts the only show that's in the middle of like seven podcast wars right now
4: i'm your host carl with me this week is digi bro i am here to console you after the raping and doxing of your girlfriend Holy and shit. get you started up in another podcast war while i'm at it
3: thanks buddy digi bro thanks for joining the show if you'd like to support the show go to whoarethese.com you can find a link to our merchandise a link to our paypal Link to our subreddit, our voicemail number, our email address, all the ways to get in touch and participate in the show. We encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on iTunes. Shit all over us in the comments section. I have some new comments to read later on in the show that were cracking me up. Um, But before that, we'll be reviewing a podcast called Rebel Taxi Pizza Party. This was a suggestion that came in from Daniel. Both Digibro and I have listened to the show separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This is a show with host Pan Pizza. And on the episode that we listened to, he had guests Izzy, Pratt, Snookums, and Misery. Oh, boy. (laughs) So, Digibro, I want to start off by getting right into clips so people know what the fuck we're listening to. And then I want to do a deep dive with you because I think you're going to understand what's going on a lot better than I am. (laughs) Probably. But let me play a clip that sums up the show for me. And this is just it's a show about animation with animators. Yes. So it's like an inside baseball so, kind of this thing. This episode
4: has some animators on it. Oh, so um, not always. Yes.
3: It's it's usually just not always. it's usually just enthusiasts.
4: Yeah, it's usually more enthusiasts than uh, I I don't know how they Happen to get animators on this one but yeah. so I don't
3: know I can't tell the people apart from each other sometimes when pan Pizza's talking I know it's him or misery I understand her voice I don't know who's saying this
5: yeah uh, pretty I, okay. much. <laughs> so, so legit <laughs> legit legitimately I am I'm watching extreme <laughs> ghostbusters right now because it was my favorite show as a kid like I have I have uh, Kylie and Eduardo action figures still in box who
6: <gasps> <gasps> fucking <he> cares
5: <laughs> I mean, that
3: sums up the show for me. It's nonstop shit that I'm like, I don't know who you are or why I would care what TV show yeah. you enjoy. Who gives a shit?
4: You should play both my number one and two are both clips that sum up the show for me in, in different ways. Number one is what I think the show is. What is the appeal of the show for the people who actually listen to it? Good. Oh my God, there, there's I like
3: recognize the shit. Okay,
4: yes. That's, th- this, this show is what I would describe as the millennial autist college break room talk. And when I was in college, this is the way that conversations tend to happen is a bunch of people sit around and just name things. And then someone goes, oh, I remember that. And then they don't say anything about it. And then just continually do that over and over again for about an hour and a half.
3: All right. So did you, bro? You're driving me to my next point. They start taking questions, and I don't know if there's a super chat or something. But yeah. here's the question that comes in:
5: Someone, like in general, someone or? asks if anyone remembers Toy Warrior
7: I'm Super. Oh, oh, I remember that. I don't. I don't know. Fucking
3: thing <laughs> sucks. So I think that's precisely what you were talking about. Yeah. Hey, does anyone remember Toy yeah. Warrior? And this reminded me. I don't know if you watch South Park, but they have these characters called the Memberberries. This is what this show is. It's just this.
1: Remember Bionic Man? I loved Bionic Man. Remember Spock? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. remember when marriage was just between a man and a woman? Remember
8: when there weren't (laughs) so many Mexicans?
3: This show is just like fucking member berries hanging out with each other and talking about TV shows they used to watch in the 90s, like cartoons they watched in the 90s.
4: This sensation that they're all trying to one up each other with, like who know who remembers the most obscure cartoon? Yes. But they never say anything about it. No. They'll just bring it up and go, "Oh yeah," and then maybe one person will have like one line, and then they immediately move on to the next thing. You get nothing of any depth ever in this podcast.
3: I have the fewest. This is this podcast. We listened to episode one one nine, I think. I have the fewest clips I've had of a podcast in over a year, and it's an hour and a half long. I didn't know what they were talking about at any point. Like, I don't even know what to say about this. It's just I, I can ramblings. tell you, Carl,
4: because yeah. as I was listening to this, I was thinking, oh, God, Carl's not going to know a single goddamn word coming out of these people's mouths. I knew about 90% of what they were talking about, and it's still the most boring conversation ever had, like knowing these things. We'll add nothing to listen to people say the name of it and then confirm that the, another person also remembers you're it. Like, bringing me,
3: you're bringing me to another example. I have to play. They're talking to this guy, Pratt, and they ask him to introduce himself.
7: But um, who's the next people? Uh, Pratt, who are you? Hi. I am a iconic
9: <laughs> critter who uh, is basking in the abyssal sun.
3: I mean, you could have a gun <laughs> up to my <laughs> mom's head, and I wouldn't be able to tell you what the fuck he just said. I have no idea He's... what they're talking about.
4: Okay, I think that's the person whose um, whose Twitter description I got to find it in my notes here, because it, it, it was their their Twitter name is Thine fucking belligerent, sanguine, uh, demi demiotic crypto lord or something like that. Yeah, like, it, 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 just rolls just off the,
3: the tongue, doesn't it?
4: Yeah, like, <laughs> I guess that's their thing. Is that they. Because he said he was, like, an abyssal walker. I don't fucking know. It's some goth shit.
3: Okay, good, good. Let's just leave it at that. Because if I have to start looking up all these fucking words, we're going to be here all day. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck's going on right now. Goth. Okay, got it. Goth shit. Moving on. Yeah.
4: Well, th- there's a... Uh, if you play my clip number three, it's about um, the fact that there are several goth women on this show. And this... Th- this um, this is uh, treacherous territory to the co-host
5: i just don't trust gothic around you for reasons
4: oh yeah
7: well, uh, well what reasons would that be you know what what are you insinuating
4: i'm moving on so i'm gonna clarify here because i know more about this podcast so pan pizza yeah. is uh also known as rebel taxi he has a Fairly popular YouTube channel, 400,000 subscribers. He talks about cartoons and video games, mostly does like top 10 lists, very clickbaity, yeah. just sort of generic review content. But he is this massively awkward autist who has this podcast that has several co-hosts. I think they've dropped off a couple over the years. Um, One of the, that, that other person who was talking, uh, the trans woman, is I think a regular co-host of the show. then there's another guy named Nolan B who is not on this episode. He and I have beef that I'll get into later, but, um, but a pan is just really into goth girls. And I suspect he's probably said a bunch of weird, creepy shit about his attraction to goth girls. And that's what they're kind of insinuating there. It's like, I don't trust goths around you because you have a, a weird, rapey mentality towards them or something. Have you been on this show before? Have you not? I was on this show. Okay. And it, it was a case of... I'd never listened to it before. Uh-huh. Um, I just like doing podcasts. And that Nolan B. guy uh, was a... Who's... Uh, All of Pan Pizza's co-hosts are nobodies. None of them does anything. They're just people who are on his podcast. I don't know. That that
3: one girl was working on the Addams Family movie. Did you pick up on that at all?
4: Holy shit. The thing is, her (laughs) role on the movie is shot finisher. Yeah. And I, I, as an animation fan who knows some shit about, you know, industry jobs, was like, what the fuck is a shot finisher? I'm trying to Google it. There's no information. This career, I don't think this is a standard name I, uh, for a job you have on a film i actually filmed a video once in which i was the shot finisher so i incredible uh, yeah i know all about this so uh, i mean she she mentions at one point that she makes sure that like the hair doesn't like clip through characters so i guess that's what she does it's just like a quality checker i guess okay. is that when? what did you do when you were a shot finisher oh i just finished on people it was a lot, different
3: right, than
1: what she's, it's a lot different than what she was talking about.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not uh, a video that's I, widely um, in circulation.
4: Yeah, When I Googled it, because she mentions that the company that she works for had also made the movie Sausage Party. Yep. When I Googled Shot Finisher, the only result I could find was a credit on Sausage Party. So I think it's a term that just that studio has made up for that position. Gotcha. Um, but it's not like a standard. So basically she does like practically nothing. She's like, you know, third, beyond third string working on this film. No creative decisions, nothing important, not even an animator. She's just a quality checker. Not to knock having that job, somebody has to do it, you know, but she's... And, and there's another guy there who works at Titmouse.
3: So they talk about that yeah. for a little bit. So I don't know what he does at Titmouse, but that is an animation studio, I'm sure he's involved in animation in some way, shape, or form. Yeah,
4: they made, people... yes. made some, awesome they made a Metalocalypse. They made some... They made Dicks fucking yes. cartoons. Uh, but yeah, I mean, as, as is pointed out in the episode, Titmouse has hundreds of employees, three different studios. They work yeah. on tons of garbage dog shit shows. Like, the stuff that he actually said he had worked on, I went to Google to look up, and it's like you know, early morning Disney children's cartoons that no one's even heard of. Okay. So, uh, you know, again, none of these people is working on anything you've heard of in any kind of creative capacity. They are just kind of in the industry. I had a feeling
3: that no one knew who these people were because they're not interesting personalities. And no. if they had anything going on in their lives, they would have better things to do than to sit with these other boring assholes and talk for an hour and a half. This show has no flow, no format. It's Literally, like you said, a break room.
4: Yes. The funny thing is they do edit it based on my experience, because when I was on this show, it was the most low energy, boring, slow ass, long breaks between anybody talking thing I'd ever been on. I was completely zoned out the whole time. And then I listened to the episode I was on back and it was clear that they had cut massive amounts of gaps that they had, I think, sped the whole thing up by a couple percent. Oh, there you go.
3: It's a way to get some energy
4: going in the room. Just speed up. And yet somehow there's still like long gaps and there's still, it sounds like nobody knows how to continue from what anyone else has said. Like everybody's just kind of awkwardly making references to cartoons and having nothing to say. And it's like, God damn you edit it this much and it still sounds this fucking boring. That's incredible. It's hard to do. This is a quick
3: example of the editing they do in post-production the woman's talking about working on the movie Addams Family. They cut to a commercial break, and this commercial break is hilarious.
0: And now uh. I am currently a shot finalist on the new *Adams Family movie.
5: The Transformers will return after these messages.
7: But first, this video is sponsored by Kitsu, who paid $100 on Patreon to get us to Momocon. They want to promote their art. Be sure to check out the links below to check out or buy their art.
3: So he sold this ad spot for $100 (laughs) on his Patreon. I just wanted to talk about uh, deepdiscount.com and Geico and uh, Bill from our Patreon page. Yeah. (laughs) I've never heard that before. That's a new one.
4: Usually you do that kind of stuff at the end of the video. You might have like a credits roll of your patrons or something. Oh, no, they cut Uh, this in
3: very early on in the show. Totally breaks up the flow because it was obviously edited in. After the fact with the little Transformer segue, and wow. then this really weird ad read, like, hey, thanks for the support, buddy. Check out this guy's art. Okay.
4: He sounds so non-committal about it, too. He's <laughs> yeah. just like, uh, check it out, I guess. It's pretty okay. You know? Right. Um, it's
3: not the worst no thing you've ever enthusiasm. seen in your life. It's like, I don't know, you might want to. <laughs> so then they're talking about the Adams family with this misery woman, Princess Misery, whatever the fuck her name is. And I didn't realize I'm an idiot that the Addams family was a cartoon to begin with, but I did mm. know that it was around before the fucking movies in the nineties.
0: Yeah, I forget I forget that the Addams family is like really, really old. Like,
3: mm-hmm.
7: you know, like
0: it's been around for like decades and uh, it doesn't feel that way in yeah. a sense.
7: Mm-mm. Yeah, because uh, I feel the most people are just familiar with the live action movies and nobody knows it's a cartoon. Mm-hmm. People are familiar with the live action movies, no one knows it's a cartoon
3: and maybe it's just because of my generation, but this was a fucking TV show. That's why everybody knows about it. That's where this came I... from.
4: Yeah. Not, not the cartoon. I mean, even in my childhood in the 90s, the, car- the the live action show was still being rerun on TV, and it was in black and white, so it's pretty fucking obvious it's old. Digibro, it was on reruns when I grew up too,
3: asshole. This is a show from the <laughs> 60s. I know everyone thinks I'm a fucking boomer. I didn't grow up with this show on television, you motherfucker. (laughs) I don't know how old it is, all right? Yeah, (laughs) it's it's from the the 60s. It's fucking old. But that's how everybody knows the Addams Family. They had a couple seasons on ABC, and now they're going, well, people only know about the Addams Family because they had that movie in the 90s. No! It's not even close to true. Then they start talking about the Digimon movie. I mean, this yeah. is, that's all this is, is just talking about shit. And the the one guy um, really, really loves the Digimon movie
5: and gives yeah. it a ton of credit for its hilarious script. I don't understand. A lot of reviewers, like, said it has a bad script, but there's so many good lines on that. <laughs> it's your pie, you pie. <laughs> uh, did you see that? No, I was sleeping.
6: But you're the one <laughs> driving. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Is there anything <laughs> worse than people who are just saying lines from a movie?
4: It's like it's it's weird because the Digimon movie is is a defensible movie. Um I wouldn't praise it for the reasons of the awkward dub script. Like he's he's pretty much saying that the dialogue is bad, right? Like No, he thought it, it had ha- some
3: great lines. He goes people ripped on it, but it had some great lines. <sighs>
4: I want you to play uh, my number two clip uh, sure. real quick. Who are you people? Who, what What are you?
7: Okay. It's in order.
5: No, like literally who are you people? Because we, we just randomly, this Avengers just came together and I don't know half of you.
7: This is like the civil war where it's like the lesser Avengers, I guess, you know, it's like, we don't know you.
6: Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> kind of a rip on his guests there, but
7: um, yeah. that was
4: my other example of what this podcast is. But, I sincerely believe that Pan Pizza has no idea who any of these people are. He had never heard of any of them before they started recording.
3: If if that's not the case, he does a good job of selling it because at the very beginning of the show, I had that same clip. He says multiple times, who the fuck are you people? Why why are you on this show right now with me? What's going on? So,
4: So the thing about it is that Pan himself doesn't seem like he particularly cares about or follows Anything on the internet and they have they've had fairly popular guests on their show fairly pop I don't know if you've ever heard of your movie sucks. Oh, yeah, he was on a couple times Um, They've had uh, some other, you know relatively popular people.
3: Yeah, but, but have they ever had Carl from W.A.T.P I mean, <laughs> how big do we get here? What are we talking about? Anyway, I'm sorry, but
4: but the thing is that pan pizza himself does not find these guests It's his co-hosts who go out, and they put out feelers, and they follow people on social media. They get in contact with people, and they bring people on the show. But Pan does not in any way acquaint himself with who these people are, why they're around, what they specialize in. Like, when I went on the show, it was very evident to me that Pan Pizza had no idea who I was. What? not an me. Never seen any of my videos, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm here... Because I'm figuring, okay, they must want to talk about anime. Because that's what I talk about. I don't watch Western cartoons that will talk about them. Some things are too autistic even for me. But, like, in this case, I guess the, the new Ghost in the Shell live action was coming out. I didn't give a fuck about it. So, they're all talking about that. They're like, oh, what do you think? You're an anime. I don't, I don't know. I don't care. Uh, who gives a shit? It's Scarlett Johansson. In a, it's just Lucy too. you know. But, so... It's just so obvious that Pan Pizza doesn't doesn't even give a shit. He just kinda shows up and talks to whoever is thrown in front of him. Wait a and- second. Hold
3: on, DigiBar. Are you saying that there's a podcast out there where people aren't doing any prep for their show and are just <laughs> half assing it? Because I find that <laughs> hard to believe.
4: It's just it's very strange because in this particular podcast, Pan Pizza feels himself weirdly sidelined. Like yeah, he I has noticed that a lot of the time the conversation seems to go in directions where he doesn't really know what everybody's talking about and whenever nobody knows what
3: anybody's talking about (laughs) there's not a (laughs) single fucking person
4: (laughs) but you'll hear like two of the other people like kind of talking about something and then he'll pop in and just totally change the subject to something he knows about play my number four and you'll get a sense of what he's actually doing during the podcast alright
5: well does Gomez and Morticia have a blink 182 lyric for them (laughs)
7: i think on like yeah i think on wikipedia they would list that like things in pop culture and they list all the things that they were ever referenced in
4: so what happened here (sighs) is that that first uh guy or girl i'm not sure um you know, reference this thing, and then Pan has to Google it to figure out what the hell they're talking about. I, I of course, sped up the the clip there, as you yeah, may have noticed. Um, <laughs> and so clearly, he goes on Wikipedia, like finds this information, and then just kind of spits out, "Oh yeah, that's the kind of thing they'd have on Wikipedia in the facts about like just to be able to participate in some fashion." Just talking about the fact that he had to look up what they're talking about. I have to shit on
3: your point real quick. I apologize. Yeah. I don't normally do this with first-time guests. I appreciate you coming on the show. But you, you before you went on this, this long tirade that you just were on, mentioned mm-hmm. that Pan Pizza has nothing to do with booking guests for the show. Yeah. That is not true, my friend, because Pan Pizza has a friend who has a friend who did
7: something. Speaking of um, <laughs> R.J. Palmer, the character designer for uh, Detective Pikachu the movie, uh i have a friend who's a f- friend with him so we might get rj on the uh podcast in a, f- a month or two Ooh, that's after that's exciting the movie comes out well that'd be awesome yeah Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. he really
3: can stop a conversation <laughs> in his tracks can he did you hear the he reaction really they're like oh okay uh, uh, like the, the first grip on some movie that came out eight years ago <laughs> you, you know
4: a guy who knows a guy okay Nice. I have a great, I have a great clip like that too. Play my number five. All
5: right. Also, he was voiced by Max Goof from a Goofy movie.
4: Oh, that's something.
6: That's something.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Those were words. That was a sentence. Good job. Oh my god, I want that on your soundboard. Unfortunately, her O is is cut off by the other guy's words, but it's. Oh, speaking of my
3: soundboard, I did get a couple of ISOs that will be sticking around for a little bit. Oh, this excellent. is this is Pan Pizza, again, just being out of it, not understanding what they're talking about. I
7: don't get that joke at all. What does that mean? And that goes along perfectly with...
1: What's the joke?
7: <laughs> what what <laughs> is the joke?
1: He's What's,
4: so lost. Yeah. I, everybody is, like, though, in his defense. He, but he can't even hide it, because, like, yeah. it's that... And I'm, I'm, I know I'm using the word autism a lot because uh, Rebel Taxi, this guy, he's kind of a lol cow in certain circles. Okay. Like he's he had um like a let's play where apparently he like broke down crying, telling a story about a girl he broke up with or something. And like he's got, you know, people make fun of him on the Internet. Not that they don't <laughs> me. I'm also a lol cow in certain circles. Sure. But,
3: um, I think we all are. Yeah. <laughs> I think <laughs> present, company, yeah. present company included
5: on
4: that. Here's what happens when you don't know one of the obscure references on the show. Play my number six.
5: So generic, if I'm remembering correctly, they kind of look like not the movie versions of Dino City, but the video game versions of Dino City Kids. What's Dino
3: City? You don't
0: know
5: what Dino City
0: is? (laughs) I think no. I know. you don't
5: know what Dino City is. Oh,
7: okay, how yeah, can you not I, remember oh,
5: is, Dino City? Yeah.
3: There was a—is that called nerd shaming? Do you just get nerd shamed on so his own show? Dino joke?
4: City. Okay, I happen to know what it is for the only reason anyone does, which is that a very popular YouTuber named Jontron did a big video about Dino City, and there, I don't I think there's say. any reason anyone would fucking remember it if not for that.
3: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's because of that YouTuber. Yep. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I know all about Dino City and that YouTuber. <laughs> the fuck is going <laughs> on? I feel like pay- I know. dude. I feel like pan <laughs> pizza right now. I'm like, we're having a conversation. I'm not even
1: involved in it.
4: It's just like it's just some shitty fucking game that some guy made a video about. Got a couple million views. Yeah, uh, what I'm saying is, no one should care. know what Dino City is. <laughs> no one should ever be shamed for not knowing about Dino City, a shitty video game based on a shitty movie that only is remembered by anybody because somebody brought it up in a nostalgia kitsch video series. Like, the point of the video is to bring up things no one remembers,
3: you know? Uh, All right. I have to get back to this Digimon movie that they're talking (laughs) about. This one guy
5: has the weirdest fucking laugh. And I did not edit this in any way. This is how this comes out on the audio. He like crushes uh, something. I forgot what, like a communicator. And he throws it, and he's fire the guy who makes this. A corpse thing shouldn't crush this easily. <laughs> so these are like little spaz kids. That weird
3: laugh guy comes back again later on
5: in the show. When they, As soon as they capture the ghost, it's like two seconds later,
4: the episode's over. Like, they yeah. don't
5: wrap up. They don't really like, show <laughs> any changes. What kind of laugh is that?
4: I mean, I'm a person with a pretty funny laugh myself, so I'm not going to throw too many stones here. No? I don't know what the (laughs) fuck. That's weird. Oh, man. So when you were listening to this, did you find yourself wondering, like, who the fuck listens to this podcast? Because this is not an unpopular podcast. This episode had 30,000 views on YouTube. They have 250 Uh, patrons on Patreon as well, or at least Pizza does. They, uh, I mean, well, his his actual videos are more a lot more popular than the podcast. Yeah, but they they are on the same channel, which I think is why it gets any views at all. But like, they have episodes of it that have hundreds of thousands. It kind of depends on the guest. Um, but I scrolled through the comments just because I wanted to have a better understanding of like what are people getting out of this, and I found comments such as, "Wow, Pan has a goth robot on. Can't wait for porn of that." Okay, we're talking about a person's avatar like we're not talking about like just some like yeah it's a drawing but it, it's a representation of one of the guests on the show and his comments are like i can't wait for someone to draw pan pizza fucking his guest so what are you saying what who is the audience for this
3: show they're they're weirdos right definitely weirdos <laughs> definitely <laughs> their target audience is weird no one they can't sell advertising to a real advertiser Fucking, oh, who's our audience? Oh, weirdos. This guy, Daniel, sent us an email this week and said, you guys should do Rebel Taxi Pizza Party. And mm. we teased last week that we we're going to be doing this whole other show, Schmucks, and we decided to change it up. Because you had actually suggested that we do this Rebel Taxi Pizza Party. So it was just very weird coincidence yes. that Daniel wrote in and we were already going to be doing the show anyway. I have to say, fuck you, man because this show was so boring when you said when you said what were you thinking when you're listening to this I, I was thinking about everything else my mind was wandering so i couldn't pay attention to this fucking show it got really hard dude like dude, i started 10 skipping minutes through, 10 we're minutes around 50 of, minutes there was like 10 15 minutes went by and i'm like oh shit i haven't been paying attention to any of this what what no. the fuck it can't hold my attention i don't know what's going on
4: and I tried here, to give a, a perfect listen. example yeah. of like where the conversation goes. In this podcast, play my number eight. All right.
5: Who here likes paper?
0: <laughs> Me. It's okay. <laughs> what, uh, what? What kind? What kind of paper are we talking about?
7: I use. Mm-hmm. I color digitally now, so forget
5: paper. Maybe cardstock, but probably just printed paper is fine. I think. <sighs> I
0: don't know. Yeah. I like cardstock. It's... it's good for prints. It's boring
3: as shit. (laughs)
8: Ah, I can't fucking take it. Dude,
3: all I was thinking about was body drops the entire time listening to the show. Like, what else am I going to do besides just play body drops on this? I I can't figure out an angle for these fucking assholes. They're wasting everybody's time.
4: One of my first notes was who fucking could possibly give a shit. Who could possibly give a shit? Who gives a fuck?
3: What's t- <laughs> that drop? When you said oh let me pull that up. That, that is a fan favorite. I mean, since we're doing requests all of a sudden. Who gives
2: a shit? Who gives a fuck? But
3: honestly, who has zero value on their time that they've decided to go ahead and spend it listening to these fucking assholes talk about nothing for an hour and a half? I was trying to listen to the show. I had the earbuds in. I'm going on a nice bike ride. You know, it's a sunny day here in Rochester. Doesn't happen very often. Very excited. And I had to fucking turn it off. I was so bored out of my mind. I'd rather listen to nothing. I'd rather listen to the breeze. <laughs> oh, Nothing, these, is, talking nothing about... is
4: calming. You're left with your own thoughts. Any yes. thought I have is more interesting than anything any of these people say. Like, by far. Um, there, I will give a small amount of credit to Snookums, who was the, the one who was the, the, the finish animator, shot finisher. At the very least, she had some degree of insight sometimes if anything approaching interesting was said it was by her but like again she does such a like low-rung job in the industry that it's like the best she can offer is like the the thinnest peak behind the veil of like just generally how things work that anybody who's really interested in animation would already know you've already heard other industry professionals talk it's not like she's offering something unique it's just like if you've never heard anything about production, maybe she can say something interesting. But everyone else is fucking vapid, unbelievably vapid. Oh well, let me let me talk about some of the great behind the scenes information
3: that these assholes give you. Talking about that Adams Family movie once again, um, yeah. and then we...
0: the performances by uh, Oscar oh, Isaac, yeah. who is Gomez, and Charlize Theron, or however you say her name. Um, yeah, like <laughs> these. I don't know. I feel like they they actually. Like, try to put that into their performances i think um they could have just phoned it in just be like "Ah, oh, whatever like you don't see me so why should i care but they actually try
3: so these big hollywood celebrity actors did a good job doing voice acting is that the behind the scenes <laughs> glimpse you're giving us there
4: amazing it pissed me off so much you i have to. it too. And it's just like yeah, no shit. Charlize Theron tried. She's like the most one of the most celebrated actresses there is. They're probably the getting best. paid
3: millions of dollars to yeah. do
4: voiceover
3: work on this shitty cartoon movie. It's not difficult work. Don't be impressed by that. They actually did a good job. No shit, did they? I fucking hope so. I would hope so. <laughs> that's, that's not good insight. So this is definitely not a show that's behind the scenes, we're going to tell you how these things happen and what's going on. It's very top level outside of the industry. I just talking about, I saw this show. I like that show. That's pretty much all it is.
4: I don't know if you caught this, but um, I think it was the co-host who every once in a while would try to make some kind of like somewhat edgy, raunchy joke, but nobody would pay it any attention it would just go right under the radar Uh, number 14 that i have as a is an example i'm crying while
2: nutting (laughs) i missed that completely
4: (laughs) i'm crying while nutting yeah she she would just say stuff like just like like oh i'd fuck her you know stuff like that just like but nobody noticed Hmm. it was super weird it was like she was trying to get attention and like say some edgy shit but totally under the radar well these are all people who are only interested in themselves so they oh, want to yeah. be the one talking and they're waiting for there to
3: be a space so that they can be the one talking they're not actually having a conversation nobody no. is listening and then changing what they were about to say based on what they just heard it's just I'm gonna say this thing and then you're gonna say that thing and then the, this this is idiotic
5: they're talking about Mighty Mouse for some reason they're making a Mighty Mouse feature at Paramount Mighty Mouse yeah, yeah I've heard Mighty Remember, Mouse be Coke
7: wasn't there a scene in, like, the 80s or 90s cartoon where he just snorted coke? I'm going to answer that. No.
3: <laughs> Mighty Mouse <laughs> has never snorted coke, you fucking idiot. What <laughs> kind of stupid question is that?
4: There's a, a point when we get towards the end, and you've, you've talked a lot on this show about how a podcast doesn't have to be a set length. Right. If it's if the conversation is dead, stop it. And while there was never really a conversation in this episode, nonetheless, we get to a point where everybody's clearly out of energy, winding down, they've run out of things to talk about. Play my number nine. I would be into this
5: Lion King if they removed all voice acting and it's just straight up like a like pretend the- documentary, but like you have Morgan Freeman <laughs> now narrating. I would be oh, so yeah. into it. That'd be great.
0: Yeah.
5: I want
7: real fake animals. God,
0: Star yeah. Wars did a thing. I'm not, I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan, so... Me neither. They, There's a sure video game. There's characters on a screen. Yeah. Dude, they're making a yeah. Star War? <laughs> what? I
3: almost, so, I almost pulled that same clip. When they said, I wish Lion King didn't have characters <laughs> or character development or a story. Wouldn't Lion King be great if it was just animals roaming around no it would fucking suck that's why they didn't make lion king that way
4: it's pretty fuck that that line was already pretty fucking stupid, but where it comes in is at this point in the podcast, they're literally, like, scrolling through, like, i I guessing a cartoon news site yeah. and just, like, looking at articles and trying to find something to talk about. So they're like, Lion King, that's coming out, and everybody goes, oh, yeah, well, blah, blah, and then he says that vapid horse shit and then just gets cut off by the girl saying, Star Wars did a thing. And everybody's just like, oh, well, I don't know what that thing is, so whatever. That's the whole con. That was it. That was the whole conversation about the Star Wars thing was them all going, oh, Star Wars, man, whatever. It was some hot
3: Star Wars news. You didn't appreciate that? The guy goes, I think their theme park is opening in a
4: week or two. (laughs) Okay. You do? You think that? Who cares? It's like if you already seeing the article don't care yourself, don't mention it. Don't expect anybody else to care because it's obviously not interesting. This show
3: is definitely trying to fill time. We got to move. I, I don't know if I can talk about this much longer. Well, I, the I, I you only have hit. two more notes here okay.
4: that I want to get through. Let's do it. Um, one was just that at the very end, someone finally makes a joke and they all just continually tag it over and over again. Oh, I always just, love like, that. The second someone laughed, everybody else had to dogpile on it to try to... It, it was annoying. I didn't even clip it because it was too fucking obnoxious. But uh, the other note I wanted to have was just about the co-host who wasn't on this episode, Nolan B., and exactly why I have drama with him. Because what happened was this dude, after he had me on the show, he kept incessantly messaging me for a while, like, trying to be, like, friends with me. Like, just very casual, like, hey, man, what's going on with you? And I'm oh, like, I don't fucking... care. Like. So I just yeah. blew, him, I blew him off for, for like, months. And then eventually I made this this sort of infamous video called Just Shit-Talking Anime YouTubers for 30 Minutes. Oh, God, what have I done? Where I got shit-faced and, and talked a bunch of shit about, about a bunch of people, which was it, – it all was in good fun. Everybody who was talked shit about took it well. I became friends with some of the people afterwards. It benefited everybody. Everybody gained subscribers. This Nolan B guy, unrelated to any of it, writes this, like, huge stink piece about how I'm a piece of shit and a fucking asshole and, like – clearly like very jilted about the fact that I hadn't responded to him after all this time and just really coming at me. And uh, I was curious about what was going on with him now, but he wasn't in the episode. So I look at the comments and people were saying that apparently he had said on Twitter that he was taking a break from the show because of his bad mental condition.
6: So <laughs> well,
4: that might tell you something about it. It makes sense. Yeah, that's all I have to say about that. We can move on. You, Holy don't, want to shit. Play,
3: you don't want to play any more of these clips that you have?
4: Uh, you let me look at them. Well, the number ten you already had. Uh, the only one that's worth playing is maybe number eleven. All right.
7: I do know that the the all star song we know from Shrek was first used in a different movie called uh, Mystery Man. If anybody remembers
5: that movie, wasn't it also used in uh, Digimon the movie? Yeah, it was
4: <laughs> too. Okay, major pop songs are used in lots of movies. Yeah. It's not unusual. That song was in every fucking movie that came out in 1999. I remember it from uh, Rat Race, again, Mystery yes. Men, which was a, probably a bigger movie at the time than Shrek. Like, it's not just a fucking Shrek meme. It's It was a huge song. It was on the radio all the time. He of course like, it was in movies. He acted like that was the, Sh- the Shrek song. You know that Shrek right. song was also used in other things?
3: Yeah, that movie, Rat Race, wasn't it like Smash Mouth playing live in a concert at the end of that, playing yes, that song? That is what happened at the end of that, that movie. shit, that sucked. That was the worst ending of a movie in the history of movies. Like, oh, <laughs> now we're in a Smash Mouth concert. Fuck! Yeah. Why would you do this? Speaking of endings, these guys ripped me fucking off, and I know that they're ripping me off. I know they're doing this on purpose. Listen to this guy's sign off Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: I'll
7: do that, too. <laughs> So goodbye, every pony. Bye, Bye. Bye pretty
3: people.
4: Bye. <laughs> goodbye, every pony. <laughs> Why does he say that? I laugh that? every fucking time at the end of your show. It always catches me off guard. Did you know I started as a My Little Pony reviewer? <laughs> oh, you're you're a brony? I was a brony. No at shit. The time. We
3: did back a show in, called Bronyville. It was one of our early yeah. early shows, and they signed off with "Sleep tight, every pony." And I've been saying it ever since because I fucking cracked me up.
4: Yeah, Bronyville is highly indicative of uh, the Brony community. So you, you pretty much know you've got a good you've got a good look at it. You don't need to look any further.
3: <laughs> we should go back and see. I don't know if that show's still on the air, but we should maybe revisit Bronyville. That was a lot of fun. I oh didn't I didn't God. know anything about that culture. That was that was interesting. I remember they were they were concerned because they were going to watch the premiere of the new season. And they're watching it with all of these other bronies and people were yelling things out. It's like, shh, I'm trying to hear the dialogue. (laughs) 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 Fucking cracked me up. All right. Thank you so much. You motherfucker for suggesting we do this rebel taxi pizza party a show that really should
4: not have been reviewed. There is nothing going on there.
1: It should not exist.
4: All. It should not be listened to, but it has, I just felt like it, it was necessary because it has a lot of followers and it's, it's perplexing. It's one of those things that you listen to it and you go, I don't understand how anybody can listen to this. If you have an iota of intelligence. And so when you see that it does have a lot of viewers, you're like, wow, people are fucking stupid. You know what I've done?
3: I, I made a point to do this, and I suggest everybody else do this as well. I stop being surprised when mediocre bullshit has a lot of fans. I just stop being surprised by it. It yeah, happens I mean, all the fucking time. It's pretty much the norm. So when you see something, you're like, well, that sucks. Oh, there's a million fans for it. Like, okay, that's fine. Yeah, People are stupid. It's fine. That's that, yeah. the world we live in. What are you going to do?
4: Uh, I also am trying to. There's a, a sort of meme on my podcast, uh, the Procrastinators. Well, I won't say it's mine. I'm, I'm a, I'm a member of it. But uh, we have this meme that we're trying to start beef with the Pizza Party podcast, and I just thought I'd go ahead and try to make it real.
1: Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I think it's going to be real now. Yeah, it might be. Awesome,
3: man. Speaking of podcast wars. Holy shit, I I was getting distracted. One of the things I was getting distracted with when I was trying to review this show is Louis J. Gomez came out with his new Real Ass Podcast episode where they talk about our review of their show. And it just came out. I haven't even listened to the whole thing yet. But don't they get Chrissy Mayer... The woman who didn't come on our show, now oh, she's no. on their show, and they're talking about us, and it's hilarious. We're going to go through it next week. I'm very excited about it because uh, Lewis does a great job. There is, uh, spoiler, there is raping of my girlfriend heavily involved <laughs> in it, so it's it's a lot of fun. I'm very excited well, about I thought it. They, I
4: thought they were only going to rape your girlfriend if you didn't review their show. I
3: didn't review it right. It, I didn't do a good oh, enough no. job. The girlfriend had to be raped. So your poor girlfriend. I know. Well, I don't know. Maybe she enjoyed it because I think even Chrissy gets it on the action. (laughs) So I don't know. Might might have been all right. So that's going to be a lot of fun. The other thing I want to talk about, speaking of people talking about us, I mentioned this last week and then I thought I should probably address this and play some clips. There's a podcast called A Dude and a Bro Podcast Show. And these guys reviewed who are these podcasts. These guys are a show that reviews podcasts, but in a very, very different way than we do. So I want to play a couple of clips of them.
4: Do, do they do like what Sean thought that your show was going to be? Yes. In the intro?
3: Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> what do they just dig podcasts? They want to turn people on to it? Yeah. This is them talking about how they thought we were a little bit mean spirited. Is it too mean spirited? I, I can't figure out their
9: intentions here. Is it, is it to kind of, Someone in the um, the Jeff Ross way, or or is it mean spirited? And some, I, I think it's funny. How can you not figure this out? <laughs> so, um, my opinion is I, I don't know what with these guys.
3: I love that he goes. My opinion is I don't know what to think. That's not an opinion. That's the opposite oh. of an opinion. But I mean, I don't know if it's funny. I don't know if they're just jerks. My opinion is I have no idea. So why are we talking about it? That's how they started their show. So then the other guy, the other guy's got a hilarious podcasting voice. I I don't know who this guy is. I don't know what his name is. Billy Bob. If he wants to come on as a guest host of WATP, I'd probably have him just because his voice is
2: hilarious. But I'm with you, Tim. I think it is kind of mean-spirited. I'm going to give you a contrasting take on poking fun, and that would be Saturday Night Live. I think Saturday Night Live satires people. They lampoon people. But there's almost a quality of reverence in the people that they they pick to make fun of. To the point where a lot of the people that they have completely grilled and roasted over the years end up coming on the show and do a cameo to sort of retortory butt. I have two things to say about this. First off, Saturday Night
3: Live fucking sucks. Are you kidding me? He's saying we should be like Saturday Night Live? No, thank you. I'll, I'll hard pass on that secondly we're so mean-spirited that we're not even having fun with it guess what asshole we've had dick masterson on the show we've had doug from who's right we've had kaya from the official podcast all people that we first made fun of come on the show and enjoy it we can all laugh about this together <laughs> there, you but guys, carl you guys you know, do not I, get it <laughs>
4: I just spent 45 minutes making fun of people for being autistic, but I can't tell if the show is mean-spirited in the end. <laughs> I know! I can't figure out what they're trying to do here! I just can't put
3: my finger on it! Holy shit! Later out in the show, this is so funny, they explain that we need to figure out what we're doing. Yeah, I I, I think they just
9: kind of need to find an identity. Is it? Is it a roast? Is it spirited? Is it satire? What? Um, I think there's a little bit, you know, depending the on
4: about
1: i think the identity of the show is extremely clear
4: it's about one thing you say the same thing almost every episode it's at the point where i can like predict what you're going to say (laughs) before you say it (laughs) he thinks that we need to figure out our shit they're like it's so funny they go these guys are all right they
3: just gotta figure it out once they figure it out they might be pretty good do they see the irony in this these idiots who no one's ever heard their show, it's boring as fuck, are telling me that I need to figure out my format? Are you fucking retarded?
4: Well, see, Carl, one of the problems is that with <laughs> WATP, nobody can tell how big the show is. Because yeah. you don't have any front-facing numbers. So I think that maybe they don't think your show's as big as it is. Like, I, I, Even I don't know like what I would compare it to. Like, Is it bigger than the Pizza Party podcast? Oh, God, I would hope so. I sure should hope so, man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I I couldn't tell you, but man, I fucking hope so. So they get they dig into they listen to a bunch of episodes of WATP, and they talk about our review of Mark Marin's show WTF.
2: I thought the Mark Maron uh, WTF that's the name of his show, I believe. I thought their. Roasting really was mean. I, they called him an a-hole and they weren't saying it in like a cute, funny way, like they were being kind of dicks and so the the best part about this is
3: the a-hole. guy the guy
2: goes, they've called Mark Merritt an a-hole. The other guy laughs, he goes, Pfft.
3: Like that is funny! Mark Merritt is an asshole! This that is a funny thing to say, you idiot. I don't know, it's kind of I, mean-spirited.
4: I, I've seen Mark Merritt on Twitter and he he's definitely an asshole. He's definitely he's a an a-hole!
3: Man. This is Mark Merritt would tell you that! All right, this yeah, is uh, this is funny because again, they think that we need to hone in on what we're trying to do here.
9: I, I think they kind of need to hone what they really want to be. Do, do they want to be a roast <laughs> show in kind of a fun, uh, let's laugh at, we can let all yes! laugh at ourselves yes. moments, or or do they really want to take just horrible amateur podcasts? And rip them apart. Yep. And Why can't
3: it be both? It's all
9: over the place for me.
3: We're kind of all over the place for him. <laughs> he can't figure it out. He goes. He goes. They listen. They they made fun of Adam Carolla. Adam is a really popular show. I what are they what do they think they're doing here? All right, this is um, them explaining that we could be funny
2: if we could just figure this shit out. And uh, I think those guys clearly. Uh, are talented, there's a talented crew, and I think they could get there to where it is a refined and and really uh, buck kicking funny, uh, enjoyable thing, and and maybe just... This guy does
4: have a really funny voice. That's great.
2: Mean-spiritedness I was picking up from time to time, and I think they could be right in that pocket, man. I love that
3: this nobody sees potential in this show. Thanks, nobody. Yeah. Thanks for that suggestion. <laughs> and then he he turns into an OP apologist for some reason.
2: Especially for the Opie. Oh no. Dude. Yeah, listen I mean, to this. Especially for the Opie dude. They were crushing him. And I guess not that they need I don't know. I guess there needs to be some sort of acknowledgement that yeah, okay, you can be crushing the dude for where he's at now, but the, the bottom line is the dude sustained a significant career in radio and has probably bank load piles of money you know what's funny about this digi bro i used to yeah. get a lot of shit for punching
3: down and I, I would hear from people oh you're picking on these amateur podcasts of course it's not going to be the best thing you, in the world you
4: are an am like okay Yeah I, like I know like that it's like dude We're all on equal footing here. We all have the opportunity to make a decent fucking podcast like you. It's not like you (laughs) have been handed the the fucking silver spoon of podcasting. I don't understand that mentality. You built your show up from nothing just like these people could.
3: Did you, bro? I don't even have a podcasting license. Don't tell anyone that. I'll take this out in post. (laughs) I don't even have a license to do this professionally. I know, this is so it, funny. They're like, you're just going to pick on these, these podcasts. And then I go on and say, okay, well, fuck Alex Jones. Fuck Adam Corolla. Fuck Opie. And they're like, whoa, who do you think you are? Well, what am I supposed to do? Can I punch up? Can I punch down? Who am I supposed to be punching?
4: I don't understand this. And Opie's a fucking asshole. Opie's oh, the worst. Like, don't apologize know, for
8: did, Opie. <laughs> we need to constantly
4: remember he's a not only a total dick, but rich He's yes. rich as fuck. He's a he rich can, asshole. He, he can live the rest of his life on the money he already has.
3: Oh, no. be smart with it. These guys from a dude and a bro are going to be like, oh, my gosh, he just called Opie an asshole. This is so mean spirited. Right, I, okay. I just have one more clip to play from these guys reviewing our show. This uh, They sum it all up nicely at the end.
9: Uh, I, I think it's a podcast worthwhile listening to. Um, but, you know, maybe they should listen to uh, some constructive criticism as well.
3: Oh, we need to to hear some criticism, asshole! I have 451 one-star reviews on iTunes. You think I've never <laughs> seen criticism of this show?
4: You fucking idiot on the show! <laughs> I know you fucking moron. I, yeah. I really feel like uh, with these guys and with a lot of the podcasts you review, yeah. I I get the feeling that they just kind of don't think about what they're saying. They just talk and they just find they whatever words they can find to say about whatever subject they just go with. It's like, they don't think about it or like try to see if what they're saying makes sense. You know, especially with them saying like, you need to find an identity for the show. It's just like, (laughs) they, they didn't know what to say. So they just made some shit up and it's like, dude, like think for one second, what the words you're saying mean before they come out of your fucking mouth.
3: I think you're right. And it's been the secret to our success When people say, oh, Carl's getting all worked up over nothing. I value my time more than anything in the world. To me, if you waste my time. (laughs) I don't believe that at all. I listen to this show. I know. So this is what I'm telling you. When people waste my time, I dislike those people. So when I get on this show and I'm passionate about how much a show fucking sucks, it's real. I'm very much passionate about how much that show sucks. These other people who podcast, they talk about things they barely care about. And yeah, like you said, they're just trying to make shit up so they say something. I got to say something for the next 20 minutes. So I'll say that I hope these guys figure out their identity someday.
4: What? Doesn't make any fucking sense. And and that's why I love this show is that it makes you mad. Because if you listen to a bad podcast, like... I, I fucking got so pissed off listening to the fucking pizza part. And I don't know if you had to listen to this twice, because I know you've done that sometimes. Yeah, I do. I listened to the show in Audacity, so I could yeah. just take the clips as I was going. But I, I fucking was so pissed by the 50-minute mark that I was skipping through. It's like it's physically painful to like know, to see your life flashing before your eyes, literally.
3: It gets me angry. And thankfully, today it was snowing outside, so I wasn't missing anything. But there are days when I'm listening to— Oh, my to like... God, it's snowing still? Yeah yeah it's jesus fuck rochester fuck fucking rochester. sucks it's the worst but my point is there are days when i'm listening to fucking it's a pizza party podcast with some pizza pan guy and i'm fucking pissed because i see children playing i see strollers going by like fuck it's beautiful out what's going on
4: it oh. was beautiful yesterday and it snowed today yeah Oh god! I lived in Rochester for a year recently. Okay. Uh, I'm from Virginia Beach, and I just moved back. It's currently like 80 here. Um, Go go fucking. It's gorgeous springtime, but they're opening a Wegmans in the in the center of Virginia Beach. Oh, nice! And the the newspaper is describing it as the Disneyland of grocery stores. All
3: right, they might be overselling it. It's not that great. (laughs) I mean, they have a nice beer selection. You can get some fucking Cheetos, but it's not that amazing. (laughs)
4: Oh, it's not that I mean, my girlfriend is really excited about it because she's from Rochester, but like you know, Disneyland is yeah, it's a little much. That's a, I thought you, I much. thought you and your Rochester audience would appreciate. Well,
3: it's interesting because I do know people in the PR department at Wegmans, and they are fucking killing it. If that's the kind of press they're getting when they open up a new store, it's like no, no, oh, no, yeah. no. This is a retail location where they take your money for goods. It's not fucking Disneyland. You're not going to go on a <laughs> yeah. ride.
4: You're not going to have the time of your life. They do have a toy train that goes around the the top of the store. So that's kind of like a ride. All right. I want to talk
3: about a couple other things here. First off, my boys over at Cumtown, my buddy Nick Mullen, they're doing a live read on a recent episode and they start to do an impression of me. They're talking about a gambling site, BetDSI, and they do a spot on impression of me.
5: They got pussy that you can just call. mm -hmm. Call the pussy mm-hmm. on the line. My name's Carl. <laughs> like Get mm.
4: <laughs> hey, Carl, how are you? <coughs> it's hard to do him.
3: <laughs> My name's Carl. Mm. Some fu- folks call it gay sex. <laughs> <laughs> That's-
4: very impressive. What? I don't think that had anything to do with me. I, I can do an impression of you perfectly. Yeah. What yeah. are we talking about here? What That's are we exa-
3: even talking
2: about? That's
4: exactly
2: right. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> All
3: right. As I'm, as I'm talking about getting referenced by other podcasts, I want to point out, No Agenda is a show I've talked about in the past. My favorite podcast. And uh, John C. Dvorak, who I know listens to the show. He's talked about it before. He put together a compilation, a super clip, for No Agenda because Mark Zuckerberg, the Facebook guy, put out a podcast. And I'm just going to put him on notice. I think he ripped me off with this one.
2: Yeah, uh, So lighten things up. Uh, so so Zuckerberg has a podcast now.
3: Yeah,
5: which I was excited at first, and then oh, it
2: turns I out it's to, just yeah, going to well, be you some. Listen- uh, you I probably didn't want to listen to the whole thing. No, of course uh, not. And so I, 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 now I did cut a few things out, and uh, but for the most part, I think I've got, I've got the essence of of his podcasting <laughs> skills. Hold on, stop. Whenever you say you cut a few things out, I'm thinking there's a John C. Dvorak montage of
3: epic, epic proportion coming down the pipe.
1: Well, let's find out. Hey everyone, today. Uh, I've traveled to Berlin. Um, um, that that publishes,
5: um, <laughs> and you have really dedicated your career to um, f- of, uh, of of the of, uh, of, of the um, um, and and f- I don't know if if, if you want to you want to start off there. We have a lot of stuff to cover, and in, 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 in the um, um 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 to um 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 um, um to um. um... <laughs>
3: So I want to say to John C. DeBark, I'm a huge fan of I'm flattered. Thank you for doing that. I know that that was a tribute to W.A.T.P. Is that weird that I think anytime somebody puts together clips of people stuttering and fucking up, I think it's I think they're ripping me off. I mean, how is that even possible? I'm not the first person to ever do that. Yeah, Zuckerberg cannot talk, though. That guy is a fucking mumble mouth.
4: Oh, gee, who is surprised? Idiot. He's a fucking, like, known for being a massive autist. Like, that is yeah. what his reputation is.
3: God, that, are you getting paid for every time you say the word autist? I am. <laughs> I knew it. All right, moving on. I want it. we're going to get into OP radio. I have, I have a package from episodes number 101 and 102. That I want to get into. But first, I meant to talk about this with Doug last week. And there was just too much shit. And I never got into it. So I want to address something that needs to be addressed. And I'm going to make somebody very happy right now. There's a podcast called How It Obviously Ends. They're up in Toronto. Mm. We reviewed their show back in November, I think. And we didn't think their show was very good. Because it's terrible. These guys ever since we reviewed their podcast, are obsessed with me. Obsessed with me. no. Every waking hour, they're thinking about me. They've tweeted about our show almost every single day since. And they've also created an Instagram page that looks like it's Who Are These Podcasts.
4: Is I, I have to know, are these guys more of like the meme lord variety or more of like the upset SJW variety?
3: Oh, definitely upset SJW. They put out okay. a hour and a half, two hour long podcast talking about us and they dug up a video that I did in my band years ago and were kind of upset with some of the jokes that were in it, acting like we were not PC enough for them. So they're SJWs and they're butthurt, which I understand when somebody rips on you and lets you know that you suck and you're really bad at what you do, it hurts. I get it. But to still be obsessed with me. So now we're in April and they put out a podcast just recently that they pretend to be WATP and go on another podcast and do an interview. And this is where I've I've been ignoring these guys all this time, but this is where I have to give them props. Because, holy shit, they're committed to this bit. Like, they're super obsessed with me, but now I'm taking notice. I'm like, all right, well, you know, cheers. That's pretty sweet. These guys, because of the Instagram page, are direct messaging with other podcasts and setting up interviews. So I don't even know how many they're going to do. But they did a show with this podcast down in Australia called We Only Do One Take Podcast." And this guy is a big fan of WATP. So he gets these guys on the on the phone and he's interviewing them and they're like, "We're not Carl, but we're, you know, we we've, we've been on WATP," which is true. They have been on WATP. We played their voicemail, we played their show. So, they're going on other shows now and pretending to be us, which is fine. I mean, it's just promoting us even more. This has to make
4: you feel like a big celebrity, right? It is.
3: It is like a fucking celebrity thing. It's like these people are pretending to be me and they've never gotten more attention. Their Twitter, they tweet every day. It doesn't get a single like, a single reply, a retweet, nothing. Now they're on Instagram and posting like these ridiculous Howard Stern things and the Simpsons things, and people are commenting and liking. They must be like, wow, it's like people like us, but it's not us. It's actually this other guy who built an audience, but whatever. Let's, pre- let's pretend it's us. They're so pathetic. It's, it's, it's sad in a way that makes me laugh hysterically. If that makes I definitely. Sense.
4: I deal with people like this too, and it it does take a long time to shake these people. Like they have to really get no attention for a long time, and now you've given them attention. Well, so. yeah.
3: Now I've done exactly what Good I should luck. not do,
4: yeah.
3: but I have to. I have to because I'm 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 standing up and applauding right now. The fact yeah. that they're that committed to this bit that they're pretending to be WATP and taking interviews with other podcasts. I mean, fuck, man. If that's what you guys want to do with your lives
4: is pretend. I mean, are, W-A-T-P- they, are they trying to be funny or is this just to fuck with you? Like, <sighs> does it come off like they're jokey about it or like they're having fun? Or is it like just pure anger? It's pure anger. Are
3: Damn. they trying to be funny? Yes. All the time. They're always trying to be funny. Okay. Are they funny? No, never. Not once. <laughs> Has never happened.
4: It's like a weird combination of Meme Lord and SJW. They're like playing both sides of the field at the same time. These are the guys who pranked me at work, found out what my
3: company was, called the number, got into a whole conversation with me about building a website. Like, all right. Again, like I said, wasting my time is the thing that pisses me off more than anything. If you want to pretend to be me and go on other shows, I I can laugh at that. Don't waste my fucking time. But I can laugh at them pretending to be me. The only thing that sucks about it is that they're not entertaining at all. So if someone's first exposure to WATP is those two retards, then they might not think that we're a very good podcast. So that's that's the only thing that's weird about it. But I can't stress this enough. We do not have an Instagram page. We're a podcast. There's no pictures to be shared. We're a podcast. We have Facebook. We have Twitter. We have the subreddit. We have a website. Do not go on our Instagram page. Do not... Uh, exchange. do not engage with those assholes on Instagram, please.
4: <laughs> Carl, I have yeah. to ask, just out of curiosity, yeah. I don't know if you have the kind of deep lore fans who care about this kind of thing, but your band, The Isotopes, they're like, they're kind of known in, in Rochester, right? Yes. Because, yeah, because uh, my girlfriend had heard of you, uh, like, on the radio, or the band, at least, you yeah. know. So I'm wondering, like, at what point did WATP cross over to being, like, bigger than that? Like, you're more of a celebrity through this than through your local band.
3: Uh, I don't know. Recently, last year or two. It's interesting because the Isotopes would be more well-known in Rochester than WATP. So W.A.D.P. definitely has a much larger national or worldwide. And that's and that's the thing where I struggle with, because I think, well, maybe I should be promoting the Isotel more on my podcast because I could get it in front of more people.
4: Yeah, I wanted to bring this up just because, like, I think listeners of your show, like when you first were talking about being in a band, I just assumed it was like a nothing band. And then when my girlfriend was like, oh, I've heard about them on the radio, I was like, oh, they're like they're like known in Rochester. It's not like a nothing band per
3: se. Well, we've also been around a long time. I started the band in like 2000 2001 and it's wow. evolved quite a bit, but we put on a big show. We have dancing girls and lights and effects and so okay. it, it, we we do enough to get people's attention and we've been around a long time. So it's not like we're the greatest band in the world or anything like that, but we're entertaining and And the intro is by your shows. band,
4: right? Like you have technical but, skill at the yeah. very least.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the, the, the intro theme is a song called Knuckle Sandwich, and it was funny. We were playing a show in Buffalo, and a bunch of WATP fans came out to it because I mentioned we were playing in Buffalo, and we played that song, and everyone was, like, going nuts, like, oh, shit, like, that's the Isotopes, you know, big famous song now because it's our stupid, you know, two-second <laughs> clip on the intro. Uh, anyway. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks for uh, – and you put out a video on YouTube – where you talked about uh, W-A-T-P, which I appreciated quite a bit. And uh, you did mention the isotope. So thank you for uh, helping us get that yeah, out. Yeah,
4: I mean, this this is kind of like my second favorite podcast because the only podcasts I listen to are The Dick Show and now this. Oh, so sweet, I've been buddy. marathoning, like, just while I play video games or, like, clean the house, just marathoning my way all the way back, like, uh, in reverse order the whole show. So. Thank you.
3: Thank you. So I have to ask you this, then, because... I've watched your videos on YouTube. You actually clean your house? I've seen zero <laughs> evidence of this. What do you mean? <laughs>
4: <laughs> that was recorded when I was in the process of packing okay. up tomorrow, So I'll just fucking with That's you. That's particularly bad.
3: All right. Anyway, moving on. I think that those guys from that podcast I was talking about in Toronto, I think they're going to put out more episodes. The guys from the podcast that got fooled by them reached out to me and said we took our show down we didn't know sorry about that i'm like i don't care whatever but what these guys are doing is they're recording these interviews with other podcasts and they're putting it out as their own podcast so i think they're going to probably continue to do more of those so we'll be on the lookout and you know whatever i'm i'm giving them attention so i'm sure they're they're very excited they're probably high-fiving right now and touching boners all right it's time we've talked about too much already it's time to get into it Opie Radio.
2: <laughs> the Opie Radio Podcast. I
3: got to update that with that new brother man, brother man. <laughs> that new fucking theme song he's got going. All right, this is the part of the show where we talk about our buddy, Greg Opie Hughes, who's doing a podcast called The Opie Radio Podcast. be
2: Radio (laughs) pancake.
3: This guy is terrible at broadcasting. This is a professional radio guy. He's been in radio for 25 years all of his life. He starts off episode
1: 101 with an ad read. Listen to how
3: amateur this
1: is. Welcome back to Manscaped.com. Taming the briar patch, mowing the lawn, or trimming Yeti. Whatever you call it, it's about time we talked about manscaping. Guys, you manscape, right? You know, keep things trimmed and fresh below the waist. Nine out of ten women of all ages prefer their guy Manscaped, but you got to have the right tools for the jewels, or you'll look like you used a machete. Pop over to Manscaped.com and check out their perfect package. Not that perfect package.
3: It's edited. He's not even doing it live on his show, and it's cringeworthy.
4: Not
10: that perfect package.
4: What is he doing? You've pointed this out before that Opie is like a very insecure person and yeah. more and more it just feels like it bleeds through everything he says. Yes. Like he's never quite sure of himself and it's it makes it hard to listen to. It sounds <laughs> pathetic.
3: Opie it's very hard to listen to. You've nailed it,
4: DigiPro. I think we're it's done like here. This, this <laughs> dude's been on like as, I as I was shocked to realize this. I don't remember if this was in a new episode or in one of your old ones, that you pointed out that he like ran the boards on the old yes. show. Yes. Yes. How was... do you go from that to this? I don't get it. Like, surely he hasn't Does he just have no self-awareness? Like, did he were people making up for all of his faults before? Was it just like Why did nobody say anything to him back then? Did they just think it was funny to have him around? I don't get it. uh, I'm only 27. I've never heard any of these fucking old radio shows. I only know about it through your podcast. And so this is all fucking baffling to me. It's
3: baffling. And when people, I've I've turned a lot of people on to Opie who didn't know about him beforehand. And it's always the same thing. Like, how is this a thing? And all I can tell you is I'm wondering the same thing. I have no idea. All those questions you just asked, it's... It's crazy. It's crazy this I, guy had a career.
4: When you play clips from Howard Stern and all his like cabal of weirdos, it's yeah. very clear that Howard was fully in control and he was just making fun of these people. Like You're He right. had them on because they're dumb and goofy and they lack the self-awareness to recognize that. I don't know enough about Anthony to know if that was the case with him and Opie. It sounds like Opie had more control on that podcast than say, uh, a Howard Stern, Stern extra. So, like, what was it like? Like, what was Opie like on that old show, by Opie? comparison?
3: Well, I, it's hard to say. The, the, the Opie and Anthony show was on for 20 years, and it definitely evolved over time. It started as this shock jockey show where it was like, bring girls into the studio and take out, show us your tits, whoa, that kind of thing, which is so boring to listen to on the radio.
4: What's the point of that? It, like, I, don't I can't know. see the tits. I, I know. Oh, I'm so excited. I heard that you saw a chick's tits.
3: Oh, and then people would, call, people would call in and be like, I had to pull over to the side of the road, man. This chick sounds hot. Like, what? How <laughs> fucking hard up are you that you're
4: fucking pulling over and jerking off? Is this what it was like before internet porn yes.
3: existed? Was... <laughs> yes, you fucking millennials don't get it. We had it so hard. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so, Opie, then the show changed over time and it became a comedy show with professional comedians coming on and ripping on each other all the time it was just really quick-witted really fast really funny and opie found himself the odd man out and that's where all of the tension started and the show eventually falling apart because opie i mean how long hang. did it
4: go on like that with him being just like a, a ghost on his own show years Oh, my
3: God. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was brutal. But you listened to it because everything else about the show was hilarious. Anyway, I love these episodes 101 and 102 because the chef, Carl Ruiz, is starting up a restaurant. It's called the Cubana. I think it's in Manhattan somewhere. He's very excited to be starting his own restaurant. And Opie's decided that while he's working through the menu and figuring out recipes for what they're going to be serving there... Opie's going to go to the restaurant and hang out with him, and that's going to be a podcast. You know it's going to be a great show because the producer, Joey, comes on and does a disclaimer before it even starts.
2: This one's going to be real interesting because Greg decided to take his little Mr. Microphone and recorder to Carl's new place that's about to have its grand opening, La Cubana. Only problem is, Carl's so freaking busy working on perfecting his staple Cuban-themed burger that he's all business, and like a mad scientist, he's got a lot going on. But have no fear, there'll be a little taste testing with friends he invited like Vic Henley and Nick Solaris, and we all know how Nick knows his meat and we even get to meet up with a few mississippi friends who have headed north just to show love for our favorite chef. So get ready for guys working in the background, lots of podcast kitchen noises and various conversations happening.
3: Is this amazing, DigiBro? bro? Have you ever heard a podcast that starts out by saying, "All right, so this podcast is weird. Uh, it's <laughs> noisy, it's not funny. There's a lot of nonsense going on. It probably shouldn't have happened." But anyway, here's the show. <laughs>
4: Have fun with that. I I think I think Carl Ruiz feels sorry for Opie, yes. and I think the editor is in a strange limbo of kind of feeling sorry for him, but also like hating that he has to do this. But like because he's just doing it in post, he doesn't have to worry about actually communicating with Opie, so it's not so bad for him. I think you, know? you nailed
3: it. You've nailed it. That's that is the relationship between these three people. You have Opie, of Carl, yeah. you have Joey. Joey wants to have very little to do with anything that's going on. He'll, he'll apologize for it, up and down. But they, they think their listener and the average OP listener has to be a fucking dolt. Because yeah. they're constantly telling you what to think. They're constantly telling you, hey, man, we're all having a lot of fun. Don't forget to call our voicemail. Tell us how much fun you're having. And then you hear the voicemail. Hey, I'm having so much fun. Let's see your show. And you fucking idiots. There's nothing fun going
4: I can't, dude. <laughs> Complete honesty, yeah. like the clips you play of Opie's show on this are more entertaining than the Pizza Party podcast to me. Yes. And that that has 30,000 <laughs> listeners on average. <laughs> so doesn't, doesn't fucking there's sense. enough dumb people.
3: Doesn't make any sense. So they, so they do this show, and I'm going to get to some clips of that show. But before I do that, I want to fast forward to episode 102. This is something that's never happened in the history of Opie before. Opie
1: admits the last episode wasn't very good. But um, what was I gonna tell you? Oh, we gotta we gotta talk about uh, the last episode of the Opie Radio podcast was a mess. <laughs> it was a mess because well, I didn't have my pal Carl, and I couldn't get Vic to step up.
3: So this is Opie has always said. Oh yeah, two years ago the show sucked. Or three years ago it wasn't very good. Now yeah. it's good. He's always talking about it used to not be good, now it's good. Always in the present things are good. Never once has he come on the next episode and said, Wow, that last episode wasn't very good, was it? As opposed to what? That's I well, why? Right. What is he what's the standard here? What are we even talking about? The show is always terrible, Opie. It's always a mess. So he's pissed because normally Carl's on there, Carl's getting drunk and saying ridiculous things that's semi-entertaining. In this episode, Carl is sober, trying to work through the ingredients of different menu items so that he can open his restaurant and be successful as a restaurateur. So he's not interested in the podcast at this point. And so Opie's back there while he's working through the shit. And he's like, hey, Vic Henley's here. Vic, will you be funny? And Vic's like, fuck you. I'm just trying to hang out with my buddy here. I don't (laughs) want to be in your podcast. So this is actually proof that Vic was annoyed that Opie was trying to podcast While they're working through the menu. Well,
1: that's what happened in the kitchen at La Cubana. Yeah. Vic was annoyed that I'm trying to do a podcast, even though everyone involved understood that we were trying to do a podcast. Back it up. (laughs) He goes, Opie goes, everyone understood that. No, Opie,
3: you put that on everyone opie shows yeah, up they under, yeah they understand that you're being an asshole that you're, and that you're you're annoying as shit like everyone's there hanging out like hey the cubans gonna have us down here he's gonna be working we'll be t- food tasting so we be cooking burgers opie's like oh, i'm gonna bring my zoom recorder I'm like fuck why opie can he just
4: hang out this is Look, more evidence that vic was comp- i'm not gonna lie yeah i've kind of i've been that guy i'm a vlogger i'm a youtuber like A lot of them, that's what they do. They take around a recording device. They shove it in people's faces. People fucking hate that. And it's it's not because they – it's not even out of, like, not respecting what you're doing. They don't want to be recorded. Like, people don't like to be unprepared to show up on a recording. It's embarrassing. And, like, even if they don't think that many people are going to see it, like, most people are really self-conscious about that kind of shit. It's super fucking rude. It's super rude, especially if you're at a party – and you're imbibing a little bit.
3: The last thing you want to do is have someone fucking filming or recording what's going on. Like, dude, get the fuck out of here. You're going to blow the coke off this hooker's ass. Stop it. <laughs> anyway, this is evidence that Vic is at this point just super annoyed that Opie is constantly podcasting.
1: And I would walk over to Vic and Vic's like, really? 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 Do you ever turn that thing off? I'm like, yeah, when I feel like I finally got a good hour, then I'll turn it off and we can have all the fun in the world, right. and then we'll go to a restaurant, we'll walk around the city, we'll do whatever you want, but it's pretty obvious. We're trying to get this on uh, on you tape. Got- Holy
3: shit. Opie is such an idiot that he thinks everyone owes him. Like, guys, we gotta get a solid hour down and then we can just hang out. No, yeah. I'm just hanging out. This is not my job. And Opie explains that his job is to show up and fucking podcast And everyone else has to go along with that,
1: bro. That was like a party up there, wasn't it? It was a party, and and my job was to try to get some of this on, on the podcast. Like I was enjoying myself, but I was also working. But people don't. They see this stupid Zoom and they think uh, this is all just fun and games. I'm like, no, we're actually trying to build a podcast audience, and maybe you could help us a little bit. That would be nice.
4: Jesus Christ! The entitlement. Like he really <laughs> thinks that everyone around him is just a character in his fucking yes. podcast. First of all, Opie, if you're listening, uh, just put the zoom in your shirt pocket. Like, yeah, you don't have to be. You don't have to hold it in your hand. Like, that's gonna make people uncomfortable. If you want to take like secret audio of people, like hide the recording device. But yeah, the, do you think that he actually does edit the shit out of this? No, and that maybe like, Not, like no. what if, what if he really. What if there's like 30 extra hours of bullshit that he actually does cut? No, I, there's
3: zero evidence of that. I've never heard one thing that was in a podcast that is appropriate to be in a podcast. He's walking upstairs. There's dogs barking. But people are having you, conversations. Your, your
4: perspective on what's appropriate to be in a podcast <laughs> might be wholly different from Oki's. It obviously like, is. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I I think when he says he edits it a lot, I think yeah. he means like, 13 minutes of dead silence as he transitions from one building to another. Probably. You know what I mean? Yeah,
3: probably. He probably leaves it recording in his back pocket and goes, all oh, right, right. I edited the fuck out of that last podcast. Okay. But I think yeah. you brought up a great point. Opie thinks that his life is the Truman show. That's Opie's yeah. life. Like you're just a character in my thing. Don't you realize that? And he's offended right. by it. Vic Henley didn't even want to participate in the thing that that's what his role in, in his life is to do. What the fuck? Yeah.
4: It's like he thinks his show is more important than what these people have going on, even though they all seem to be doing way more legitimate things than he is.
3: So this is, again, Opie talks about how the last show was a mess, but then has to catch himself because that is not something that Opie does. He is never real with people. He never admits to faults. For
1: The last episode was a mess because, but it turned out great, but bullshit. <laughs> I love it. He goes, the last episode was a mess, but it turned out great. It can't be both. <laughs>
3: it can't have have been a mess but turned out great that's not how this works
4: that's a very like Maddox thing to say it is just that that feeling of like oh I I can have enough self-awareness to know I did something bad but because my character is that I never do anything bad I can't admit both at the same time
3: there are so many parallels between Opie and Maddox they're the same fucking person it's crazy they're both on this crazy decline in their careers where they're falling off the edge of obscurity, and they're struggling so hard. They're just trying to grasp at any fucking thing they can grab to pull themselves back up, and it's not working.
4: The harder I think Opie has a lot more money than Maddox, though, and true. better connections, so he might be fine for a little longer.
3: That's true. It's too bad Maddox didn't win that $400 million lawsuit. He would have been all right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that he spent thirty grand on his website. What the it. fuck? I love it. All right, so let's get back to... <laughs> Episode 101, this is the one where we're going to go hang out with Carl Ruiz as he's working on his menu. And before they do that, they go to a restaurant where they eat crab. And you're going to hear a joke here. I don't know if it's a joke, but you're going to hear a joke. And it's repeated multiple times throughout. Both of these episodes.
10: No, Why are we eating sushi yeah, if you're cooking for ahead. us at La Cabana? Well, because Fred Fred said to me, he says, listen, I love burgers like the next guy, but let's go eat some fucking crab.
3: <laughs> all right, so this guy, Fred, is the money behind the restaurant. So he's Carl Ruiz's boss. And Carl says, yeah, we're going to be cooking and eating all day, but we wanted to come here first because it has awesome sushi and crab. And we're going to do that. And he's like, yeah, I mean, this guy would rather be crab than burgers. That was the joke. Not 35 seconds later, he repeats this joke to Opie again.
10: And he goes, uh, Hey, listen, listen, kid. I like hamburgers as much as the next fucking guy. Oh, let's go God, eat some God. fucking king crab.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he laughed both times. He... I fucking checked out of the first clip halfway through, and yeah. it was only 10 seconds long. Yep. And
3: then he said it again. He said it exactly the same way and reacted exactly the same way. <laughs> So then we're fast forward episode 102 where they're reflecting back on episode 101 and talking about how much it sucked. Fucking Carl can't stop himself. He tells the
1: joke two more times. Doing a, uh, a, a nice lunch at uh, Morimoto. So let me fill in here. Yeah, yeah, go. So I tell my boss, I'm like, listen, uh, come to the
10: restaurant. I'm going to start cooking. He goes, what are you making? I says, uh, I'm making Cuban hamburgers. He goes, you know who I am. I said, yeah. He goes... You think I'm going to fucking sit all day and eat fucking hamburgers? (laughs) Follow me. We're going to get some King Crab legs.
1: (laughs) And he's your boss. Like, he needs you to be in that kitchen perfecting this stuff. And so he's like, fuck that. Let's go get some crab legs. But he also knows.
4: God, it's like. Is that crazy? It's like he. It's like he got enough validation from his own laughter at the joke before that he thinks it's even funnier than it was.
3: That would be a great stand up routine if you got up Shit. and just cracked yourself up over everything. You said. No one else is laughing, just you. And you're laughing hysterically. I think that might actually catch on. I'm going to try that. Opie is given one task. Opie says, Carl, what are you doing today? I got to perfect my hamburger, man. We're opening the restaurant soon. Cool. I'm going to come over and podcast. Carl says, fine. Can you grab some beer on your way?
10: Right on. Thanks for bringing the beer. Can I tell everybody what happened? What our phone call was like? Yeah, Can of I just course. run through it? Of course. Well, And I'll explain the beer thing. So, Joey, listen to this. What happened? So, Opie calls me. and he goes, hey, man, you want to do a little podcast? And I said, yeah, yeah, no problem. But come by my come by my restaurant because i got to try out recipes. Vic Henley's here. Everybody's here. He's like, all right. I was like, pick up a six-pack of Michelob, uh, of uh, Miller. You're like, I don't know. How am I going to carry all that stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me.
1: To be honest with you, I, I stopped in at three or four bodegas, and they didn't have Miller High Life. That's the no, you didn't. I swear to God. You could have bought any beer. You know guy rules. I swear to God, though. Well, in a lot of the places, I learned that uh, they don't sell beer. Opie's hope the worst
3: i mean DigiPro, bro i think you understand this too the guy goes grab a six pack of miller on the way you could show up with a six pack of bud it's fine like i they didn't have miller okay whatever instead hope goes yeah they didn't have the beer you wanted so i didn't buy anything at all i was like Wait, what do you not understand <laughs>
4: yeah. i know i'm not married to miller high life uh, i just you, wanted a he, six pack of beer you motherfucker i mean surely he has a phone on him and he could text right i don't they don't have the Miller. Do yeah. you, what do you want instead? Yeah,
3: it's Heineken cool. Like it could have been a quick text. They could have figured this out. So then when he gets caught by being a fucking idiot, he goes, Well, some of the places didn't even sell beer. You're in you're walking in Manhattan. Did you <laughs> boy, you ever been to Manhattan before? You know how to buy beer there? <laughs> or or anywhere. <laughs> right. ever. It's everywhere all the time. Fucking hell. <sighs> I love that. Opie's such a fucking idiot. I think this show. The Opie radio show is at a a point where it's going to go one way or another. Now that Carl's getting busy and he's got a full-time job with this restaurant, he's not going to have as much time to hang out with his buddy Opie. He's going to have to be he's, sober and working. He's going to be on
4: maybe three more episodes. Right. I know how these things go.
3: And Opie was I, already complaining on episode 102 that Carl wasn't helping him out and Vic Henley wasn't any good and his show sucked.
4: So I have a feeling the show is going to suck really bad for the next – I think – you know what I think will happen? I think if this goes on for maybe two months going on his level of self-awareness, he's going to can it and try to make a different show with somebody else. He's going to try to find somebody who will be a permanent co-host with him, Mm -hmm. try to do a new show with that person, and um, that one will go for maybe a year and then end really badly. That's just my weird, that, overly no, thought-out prediction.
3: That's good insight because you don't even have the background with Opie. That's all he's ever done. He's latched on to yeah. talent and then dragged them down. So that well, this was is based Anthony. on my –
4: yeah. I do a lot of podcasts and I work with a lot of people online. And yeah. I, I understand the way it is that, like – when your co when somebody who you've been kind of relying on gets too busy to do it anymore, it's just like if the show doesn't work without that person, you can't keep doing it. And no matter how dumb you are, how unself aware you are, I think Opie knows that Carl Ruiz is the main appeal of his show. Especially right. if he does listen to WATP and you say it all the fucking time. Like <laughs> it's, it's no secret.
3: Know. It's no secret. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So like, if he can't have him, and like, it's gonna be in Carl's case fucking dodging a bullet because this is the easiest way to get out of doing the op radio show is just get too busy with something that you can easily justify i'm sorry man i'm opening a new restaurant like what do you what's Opie gonna say to him like he's not gonna guilt him out of starting his new restaurant you well, know he's OP
3: fucked Opie even complains at one point because carl is cooking these burgers and Opie's trying to do a, a show with them and he goes man i like fun carl I don't like this guy who's working hard. <laughs> Carl's like, yeah, what, what the fuck do you think this is? But again, it's like everyone's a character in his life, and they all need yeah. to... This is a funny clip where they're talking about when you're really good at something, and Carl says, Opie, it's like you with radio.
10: But yeah, Whenever you're good at something, you know, you, you become, you know, you fetishize it. Like you with radio stuff, you know what I mean? Like you hear like other people doing radio, you're like, oh, you
3: suck. You know what I mean? So it's. I think that's hilarious that Carl thinks Opie was ever good at radio. He was not. But I loved that clip because this is staying on the board. Oh, you suck. (laughs) That's an awesome ISO. (laughs) Carl is way too fucking nice. He's way too nice. He's such a kiss ass.
4: But why? I mean, maybe he's just known him for a long time. He seems like the kind of guy who anybody who he knew for a long time, he would feel the need to be nice to you know like yeah he strikes me as that I, I know how people from rochester are they're very like close-knit a lot of big families a lot of like long time connections people know each other for a long time like i think that's just his attitude and we, and we don't like know? outsiders say the fuck out of rochester
3: <laughs> fuck off we're full i don't want to hear nobody, wants, nobody wants to come to rochester okay your town fucking sucks i've never met I'm someone sorry. from another place the only, the only <laughs> transplants we get are people from Syracuse. They're like, oh shit, this is way better. Like, yeah, well, yeah, it's not good, <laughs> but it's way better.
4: I, I moved there because I met my, uh, my current fiance, um, on, online and she lived there. So I yeah. moved up there to be with her. And I was like, I'm getting you out of here as fast as possible. <laughs> Cause this place is so fucking You
1: motherfucker.
3: Nightmare. Yeah. Um, this is why I don't win any podcasting awards in my local town. By the way, I'm never nominated for like best podcast in Rochester because of people like you coming out and shitting out the town.
4: Right. It snows for half the year and, and the air is so fucking polluted by the Kodak factory. It, the town is gray and miserable. Nobody should live there. It's almost May. And
3: it was snowing all morning. All morning. (laughs) It's like
6: 80 (laughs) degrees
3: here. Moving on. So this is, again, Carl Ruiz kissing Opie's ass and telling him how famous he was. Listen to Opie's reaction to this. This is cringy. I mean, but you were famous as
10: fuck. Really famous. You were really, really famous.
3: Did you, bro? Did you just hear that? Uh, Which part? You were famous as fuck, and Opie goes, really famous. (laughs) Oh, that was him who said that. Yeah, yeah, listen listen to this again. (laughs) Carl says, you were famous as fuck, and Opie goes, really famous.
4: Yeah.
10: (laughs) I mean, you were famous as fuck. Really famous. You were really, really famous.
3: Is that crazy? This is a guy, I mean, this has to end with a suicide. Because that's the only way this could
4: end. I don't know I don't know if he's the type of person who would kill himself. Like, that that's something that people have floated about Maddox for a long time. I don't yeah. think narcissists have that yeah, capacity. That's a good point. I think they'll just go on blaming the rest of the world forever. Did you, bro? That's a very good point.
3: This guy sees no fault in anything that he's doing. He thinks that everyone has done this to him, and everything that happens in his life is because of other people not getting it. These fucking people yeah. just don't get it.
4: Like, uh, and uh, I relate to both of these guys on some level because, like, I've I've been in my own head like that before, but like I've also been suicidal and it was always out of hating myself. It was always out of coming to the conclusion like, oh, I'm the problem here. If you never have that feeling, you won't become suicidal. You'll always just think society's fucking you, you know, and that's a that puts you in an underdog mentality. And even if you don't succeed, you can always fight if you're in an underdog mentality. Yeah, that's a good point. Now, I,
3: I, and and I, I, we've been speaking about this on a couple of episodes. I don't take this stuff lightly by any means. I I don't think that it's a good thing for anyone to off themselves unless your name is Vic Henley. So Vic Henley, (laughs) this fucking guy. Yeah, he comes up as a real piece of shit. This fucking guy on the podcast. So now they're at La Cubana. They're back in the kitchen and this guy just starts singing. And I don't know what compels him. He is the least entertaining person on a podcast I've ever heard. And I listen to fucking Pizza Party. Listen to <laughs> listen to Vic singing right here.
9: Puts it in a special niche, okay? You know. I
3: am woman. Hear me roar for numbers. So I, I
9: got the best woman. wife in the fucking world. In I am
6: woman.
8: I am
9: strong. I
6: am invincible. I am woman.
3: And then he does his patented <laughs> laugh. Everyone was trying to talk through
4: that. If you notice. Uh, that was him laughing at himself. Yes. Yeah, they were all trying to make him stop as hard as right. possible.
3: When someone starts singing and it's awkward, you just keep the conversation going and they'll get the hint. Not Vic Henley. Vic Henley's yeah. like, ha I'm still singing. Isn't this great? I am so entertaining on your shitty podcast. Like, this is terrible. Stop it. Well, um, plus, he
4: can't fucking sing at all. No,
3: no, it's not good. Sounds like, like
4: dog shit.
3: Can we talk about these guys trolling me real quick?
4: oh no more of this all right yes i'm just gonna end up in the intro (laughs) did you did you bro
3: tell me if i'm being a narcissist or if i'm crazy here but opie uses a word that carl is like oh i know that my buddy carl on wtp is gonna hear this so then he has to use a word immediately after it doesn't even make sense in the conversation but Opie's talking about his kids,
1: and he says this. Oh, my got And it. then if I'm on the phone with you, are like, is
5: that Carl? <laughs>
1: they gotta get Crushy Poo on you. <laughs> crushy Poo. <laughs> Wait till I, until I get older, I'm going to teach them
10: how to smoke ciggies. There you go. Do you see what I mean? There, I there's nothing
3: ask. that makes sense for him saying, I'm going to teach your kids how to smoke cigarettes. But he heard Crushy Poo. He's like, oh, I know Carl's listening to this. And he said, ciggies. He knows what my fucking hot buttons are, this
4: motherfucker. Uh, all right. There's only one way I can deconstruct this because I don't know enough about Carl Ruiz. Was he a radio personality before the Opie radio show? No, he was a show. Okay, so do you know if this is how... Like, did he talk like this early on or did he only start talking like this after you started making fun of it?
3: I have no idea, but I think this all comes from the Brother Ruiz thing because Brother Ruiz would use all these cute words all the time and that's where Opie got it from. And I think Carl's latching onto the thing that Opie does where you say "kazaroo" and, you know, whatever nonsense words that you want to say.
4: Yeah, so if that's the case, I don't think it's directly at you, because I kind of suspected it might be if it's something he didn't used to do. I mean, even if it's not directed at you, it could be that he picked up on it because of you making fun of it, because he's definitely heard the show before. Yes, he's definitely on heard the show. Maybe he thought it was really fucking hilarious that Opie says stuff like that, and now he's making fun of him without, like, in a way that Opie would participate in you know
3: that's that's very possible because I, I can't imagine that Carl Ruiz is going through his head is Opie just said something ridiculous I'm gonna say something ridiculous too and he must think it's entertaining he must think it's I, funny
4: from the tone of the way that Carl talks to Opie I have no doubt that he is completely aware of how ridiculous Opie is like I think he knows that Opie is is not good is generally shit. The fact that he even was not really offended by your show, yeah, like that's true. He definitely that's a good
3: point. <laughs> if anyone kind of... if there's anyone we're mean spirited about, it would be this show. And Carl's like, hey guys, keep doing what you're doing.
4: It's all good, right? And I mean, what skin is there off of Carl's bag if he does Opie's show, right? Like, it's right. just Opie shows up with a recorder and Carl just, you know. Talks to him for a little while. He probably talks to a lot of people. He, yeah, you know, he does I'm this sure, all day. I'm sure he does a whole hour with 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 a guy every hour every day. You know. Right. All right. So now the guy Joey
3: gets in on the action as well.
2: Now finally, Greg, let's do a little spot of Rooney.
3: So Joey says, "Let's do a spot a Rooney," and I have a theory on this. Did you, bro? That's definitely aimed at you. That's yes. Easy. And and I figured out why. Carl and Joey keep doing these things, it's because they want airtime on a podcast people actually listen to. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, gotta it's be the reason. <laughs> like, oh, I'm actually more, gonna be heard by people. I gotta say this thing so it's on WATP.
4: Yeah, the more of their quotes end up in your OP, the more people <laughs> know about OP radio. All right, the last thing I'm gonna play
3: from this OP show, and this is just um, completely aside from everything else we've been talking about. OP's having a conversation about moving out of Manhattan. And a lot of times when you have a young family in New York City, I've had a lot of friends who've done this. You live in Manhattan, you have kids, you move out. You want to get to a suburb, you want to have that, a lawn. That's where
4: the entire population of my, my city, Virginia Beach, comes from. It's Perfect. all people who've moved out of New York. Right.
3: So, Opie explains that he would like to move out
1: and have a house and a lawn and, and all that kind of stuff, but he waited too long. But I made the mistake, my kids got too old. They got their own crews now. They got their own friends, so I oh, think I'm no. stuck. You're gonna be stuck in the city. Well, I was thinking maybe I could still squeeze them out of the city, but everyone's like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, no, man. The cutoff was six years old. After six, you just can't do that to your kids. They get their friends. They're not gonna understand going somewhere brand new."
4: I'll, I'll say right now, as somebody whose parents moved them around and who knows people like that, yeah, that is a good rule. Don't move them around after six. It fucks se- with them.
3: Are you serious? I was and going dude, the exact opposite direction. I'm six years old. I don't know. I'm not friends with anybody
4: now that I was friends with when I was six. It's it's not about who, who you're friends shit. with. It's that you make uh, new friends. It's fine. my my family moved constantly. Uh, the problem is I never learned how to talk to anyone. Like I never learned how to make friends. Did you, bro? Because I never learned what was normal because I was moving all the time. Did you, like, What was normal is different everywhere.
3: You're a famous YouTuber. You obviously know how to talk. I'm not buying this argument.
4: Like all of my skills came from this desperation to have anyone pay attention to me and no friends all up through all of school, all the way up through high school. My whole YouTube career started after that out of me trying to like getting so desperate to explain myself to anybody that I started doing it in videos like – moving def moving a lot fucked with me a lot as a kid in a way that I don't think my parents could have possibly predicted.
3: I think so, th- I uh, think this is insane. Me- I think living in Manhattan as a 6-year-old is more detrimental to people than Well, sure. I mean, Manhattan's a suffers. shitty
4: place yeah, to live. It is. But if his kids are older now, they probably are used like they've already grown up. There's nothing you can do at that point. Like they their understanding of what is life is Manhattan. You know, so if you take them somewhere different, it might be better in some way. But they won't understand it. They'll just see it as you took me away from my friends, my clique. I fucking hate you. You know, even if they never talk to any of those people again, they will feel that at that age. You know, I never thought in a million years this is the conversation that you and I'd be having on the show today. (laughs) it's a it's just a it's a it's a hot topic for me because for instance my fiance uh she grew up in pennsylvania up until she was like nine her parents dropped everything and moved her to rochester and like every problem in her life came post that move
3: hold on hold on time out time out i gotta stop you right there (laughs) that's the problem he moved to rochester Opie's rich he's not gonna move to rochester he's gonna move to a nice area
4: well sure i i hope he would move down somewhere like virginia beach but yeah, yeah i i just don't think his kids would take it right i mean i don't know how old they are if especially if they're teenagers they don't want to fucking move they're not
3: teenagers they're they're children they're little kids
4: like eight or nine
3: i dude i don't fucking what am i an Opie stalker Something, i don't know
4: how reasonable i think this idea is yeah, I, I I think
3: i've it, already lost interest in it that's fine i'm sorry you're right <laughs> Opie's right <laughs>
4: Why did I end the Opie
3: segment on such a fucking low? I should I, I should have built up to the crab joke.
1: That would have yeah, been the I mean, way to do it. <laughs>
3: oh. oh, do we have something else? Are we going to react to another thing. Hindsight is 2020. Of course we have something else. We have everybody's oh, favorite part of the show. The teaser. The teaser. The teaser, oh, yeah,
6: beautiful. The teaser. the
3: teaser. The
6: teaser.
3: All right, so this is going to be a little bit of a different type of teaser. Now, last week, I played the Schmucks, and then we didn't do that on this week's show because we're going to do it in a future show with my boy, Kaya. So, with that said, I'm not going to play a clip. I don't even know what show we're going to do next weekend yet. But I do want to tease. I'm very excited. We're going to have Dave Landau as the co-host on the show next week. Dave Landau from the Anthony Cumia show will be on the show, and hopefully he doesn't pull a Chrissy Mayer on me and drop out because it's too much fucking work. By the way, Chrissy admitted on Lewis's show that she lied about her bridal shower, or whatever the fuck. I knew she was lying. <laughs> knew she was fucking lying. I knew that as soon as I said, hey, you got to listen to this podcast, like, oh, I got to do work for this? Fuck that. That's exactly what it was. It's the, you know, it's the wage gap. Wage gap She clearly has
4: never listened to the show in yeah. that case.
3: Yeah, obviously. She's like, oh, my fans told me I should go on your show. Can I come on your show? Yeah, no. I'll have you on the show. We're gonna we're gonna talk about Louis J Gomez. All right, yeah, I actually don't want to do that. Never mind. What uh, a bitch. I know, but we'll be talking about her and Louis and Zach Amico and the rest of the gang when we um, get on the show next weekend. And I have a big weekend. It's a big weekend for WATP because I believe there will be another Dick show appearance hey yeah which uh always excited about so next weekend will be big i'm just not sure what podcast we're going to review yet Digi bro i want to extend my gratitude for you coming on the show you did a ton of prep work you came prepared shot out of a cannon today you had to pee a bunch of times but i can let that slide is there anything is there anything that you would like to plug procrastinators or anything else you want to plug
4: yeah i mean uh uh, the procrastinators is a podcast i'm a part of it's uh nine really funny guys honestly if you try to get into the show you might want to start from the beginning because it's very inside jokey it's borderline incomprehensible okay so um but you know i'm i'm digibro on youtube i mostly talk about anime i do hundreds of vlogs i have over three thousand videos there's a playlist with all of them so you know if you want to go down my rabbit hole it goes forever uh, and I'm I'm mostly known for doing shit like this, for shitting on things that are bad, um, or just analyzing things in general. But uh, more importantly, I want to talk about fucking butthole weeb. Oh yeah. Well, I'll so, tell you what. But, I'll tell
3: you what. That could be that could be a second half a show thing. All
4: right, all right, all right. Because we have uh, voicemails yeah,
3: that, to get to, we have reviews to read. So let's wrap yeah, up you, the show, and then we'll get into all that stuff.
4: Just generally, if you want to hear more of my voice every YouTube video featuring Digibro. It's a playlist on YouTube. It has everything you can literally hear about, I think we're up to three months worth of my voice. Wow. That's on YouTube. Wow. Yeah. And Cause I do the, uh, currently I do these things. I have a Patreon and if you pay me $15, I rant about whatever you want. And I do about 95 of them a month. Wow. So yeah, it's a lot.
3: That's awesome. And Digibro is up to like 400,000 subscribers. If you're in there. the anime world, you know Digibro. bro. So Probably. check him out. If you're in the anime world, you might
4: hate Digibro. bro.
3: Probably. So. I just said no. <laughs> I didn't want to go, I didn't want to go there. <laughs> yeah. So, buddy, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, and with that, I will tell you, please tune in to WATP next week. It might be the episode we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everypony, starting in the
1: mush bits yeah. of morning, morning radio. Morning radio. radio. You
0: fucking know all about (laughs) this shit. Great show, good job, everybody. Great job, everyone.
3: You're not charismatic. Fuck
2: you. Who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? That
4: doesn't make any sense, (laughs) Rick. (laughs) Joe.
1: fucking, Drop. 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 fucking
5: things suck. you know who are these podcasts
4: i don't know i don't, I know. don't get it i don't get it, it. makes no sense it Makes no sense I, I routinely have all of your theme songs and clips in my head at all times i love it that's the, the f- amount of time I've spent walking around my house, who are these podcasts? <laughs> w A T P hours uh, and
3: hours. Golden Pipes. I should re-record that song with you as the lead singer on it.
4: I did, oh yeah, do you think I'm better
3: than that? I think so. <laughs> I, <might be. laughs> I did appreciate
4: you uh you singing that on your on your video. Let's, oh yeah, I forgot I did that. Yeah, that was fun. Um Yeah, man, we gotta talk about fucking butthole weeb. Let's talk about it. Butthole Weeb uh, is also a, a very small time anime youtuber called Landonime. and um, he talks to my fiance on Discord all the time and he, he he's trying to hire her to edit for him, like uh, to edit his anime videos. Um, and I just want to explain to him the butthole wheat thing cuz i know you're too good to do it but i'm just all right Landon. i think
3: he gets it
4: whole wheat bread but whole wheat no i don't think he gets it so i'm explain whole wheat jesus fucking christ that's so funny So you seem like you're not a fan
3: of Butthole Weeb. Is this true? I
4: I mean, he's, you know, he's a goofy meme character online. I'm fine with him. I I like him as a guy on your show. I like him as a guy on my show because he gets other shows to
3: talk about us.
4: That's my favorite part about it. He's, He's definitely one of the... There's a certain type of person, and I've run into them a lot online, of, like, people who kind of do something sort of creative, but they more want to be a part of other people's shit. And guys like that, they're usually a part of a lot of different shows. Like they're a caller into everything. You know, anything they listen to, they call into. He's that kind of guy.
3: I believe that. I was on the show with Dick or Dick was on my show and we were playing butthole weeb. And he's like, Oh yeah, yeah, I know this guy. <laughs>
4: he's like there's one of those there's guys. a lot of callers into Dick's show who yeah. know about, cause I have been talking about Dick for years. So like a lot of my fan base follows Dick and yeah. I hear a lot of them, like the names he reads off. I'll be like, Oh, that's one of my guys. You know? Oh, cool.
3: Uh, what's, what's not to love about Dick Masterson? Am I right? Oh, he's fantastic. There was, I mentioned earlier that you wanted to do this Rebel Taxi Pizza Party podcast. And I got this email out of the blue. I don't know if this is a random thing or if they knew about something. But this guy, Daniel, wrote in and said, hey, would you do this show? And I wrote him back. And I said, dude, we're actually, it's crazy. We're actually doing that. Even though that's not what I tease. We're doing that this weekend. So Daniel went ahead and took the email that I sent him and posted
4: it in our subreddit. Which I was like, what? I mean, f- what the fuck, dude? It's it is weird that he took that email, but I actually <laughs> went in the subreddit to see if you would have announced that you were changing the show. Yeah, just because I was curious I if didn't. anybody knew. I didn't, but I was like, that's some Julian Assange shit. Like you're stealing people's
3: <laughs> personal free Assange. And uh, and lo and behold, the FBI called into our voicemail line. Oh my God. Hello,
1: this is Steve from the Federal Bureau of Investigation calling for Carl. We have reliable information stating that a known WikiLeaks informant known as Daniel <laughs> is in contact with you. This is completely voluntary, but we ask that you provide us with all information you have related to this informant, including phone number, physical address, workplace, and email address, so that we may get into contact with them. We've also been notified that you have been in regular contact with two registered sex offenders known as Boomer Guy and Butthole Weed. Please provide us a phone number, email address, physical address, and workplace associated with these two individuals, though I'm very doubtful that you have any information relating to a workplace for either of those two people. Thank you.
3: And I have to tell you, I am not a narc. One thing I do not do is narc out people, but when the FBI calls me, I'm fucking, I'm chirping like a bird, baby. I'm giving out phone numbers, home addresses, email threads. So sorry about that, boomer guy. You're going down.
4: Yeah, that guy definitely sounded like the FBI. It was
3: definitely the FBI. This is the FBI and this is how we talk. <laughs> yeah. I like this voicemail that I got. It's just about us getting death threats. Yeah. Death threats. Sorry. <laughs> maybe, I, maybe, I should, maybe I should tell my buddy at the FBI about
4: that. Yeah, uh, death threats. Sorry. What, did he make one? Like, what, why is he apologizing for it? I'm not really sure. There's not a lot of context there. It's hard
3: to tell. Digi, bro, I uh, have a new caller to the show who is an Opie listener. He listens oh, to the Opie show. Is it real? A I real don't know, OP? but... He says he's finally tapping out. So let's let's hear okay. this.
8: All right. So I lasted 100 episodes with the OP radio podcast. Well, technically 99. I didn't care about Jim Brewer. I unsubscribed.
6: Smart.
8: But I would like to say this. A lot of the OP radio podcast fans are mentally,
3: uh, let's say retarded he's one of them yeah, yeah pressing company included yeah he was going say yeah. this
4: is about the speed i Anyways, expect an opie listener to talk at <laughs> fuck
8: you i gave you five stars thanks buddy you rochester piece of trash oh
3: jeez, it's a also, theme me. but
8: whole weave i guess you're funny and boomer guy i don't know what your fucking deal is but you know you're kind of boring
3: I'm pausing Boomer this real seemed, quick. I just want to say, you don't have to address the other callers when you call in. I
4: just want to say that this caller is cool, that caller not so much. Eh, whatever. Like, like, not the co-host of the show, but the other callers <laughs> right. I have to address. The callers don't have to talk about the other callers. Anyway, keeping this going. It seemed like Boomer Guy was freaking out on his last call. Like, he was really tweaking yes. over being imitated. That was like...
1: <laughs> Whoa, bro. Call yeah. the fuck down. Oh, dude. Dude. Uh, uh let
4: me finish this
3: call up and we can address yeah, that. Sorry. No, it's okay.
8: No, I'm fucking with you. I don't really give a shit. I honestly never make it past to the voicemail line, so oh, great. if I hear myself, I just want to say to myself, Hey, don't <laughs> put too much sriracha on, on the rice, okay? It's gonna you're gonna regret it later. And it's going to suck. And I'm talking to you right now, future me. Seriously. It's going to burn. And you know it's going to burn. And you're going to be like, I regret doing it. And you're going to be like, I'm never going to do it again. But you are. Just, you learned your lesson. Fuck off.
3: Sometimes people ask Siri to give them a reminder now, apparently, our voicemail is how people <laughs> give themselves a reminder. Hey, when I hear this back later on the show, uh, just remind myself to uh, wash my underpants, because yeah. that started to pile up.
4: I think he was trying to imply that it burned coming out. Yeah. But he was like, he didn't know how to say it in a funny enough way without just saying it.
3: Oh, we've all put too much sriracha on rice. We, I know. I understand. Yeah. This next caller is uh, CJ in Los Angeles, and he is not a fan of Hollywood Handbook. I have to agree with this guy.
8: Okay. I know I now sound like a stalker, but this is CJ in Los Angeles. And I just want to say that I fucking hate Hollywood Handbook, okay? That's
4: well, you you should. When you ripped
8: into them, it gave me vindication on how much I hate that. Wouldn't that be validation?
3: Show. Vindication? They it's are right. a vindication bunch of
8: fucking hacks. <laughs> oh, it's supposed to suck. It's supposed to not be funny. It No. Yeah, I hate that shit. The only reason I still listen to this fucking show is because you make me laugh. Okay? Some episodes, I'm not going to lie, are hard to get through.
2: All right. Well, <laughs> I Jesus.
8: To make fun of, like, straight up.
2: You can't but just Carl, leave a bin as a compliment. Rochester piece
8: of trash.
2: Oh, no, what God. is it with
8: the Rochester I don't, I don't think <laughs> you're old enough to be a boomer. It's Because boomers are retarded. Anyways,
3: <laughs> whoever
8: your co-host is this week, I just want to say, suck Carl's cock.
4: Yes, did you, bro?
8: Tell him he's
4: awesome. I, yep, I think I've done and enough repeat. of that before I even came on the show. Anyway, thank you. Fuck you.
8: Goodbye.
4: All yeah, right. I mean, if you want my real review of this podcast, I, I would give it a, a strong seven out of ten. Okay. Um, <laughs> I and I, I don't really listen to any podcasts, like other than Dick Show and this. Yeah. But what I what I like about this podcast is that it's just. It's like just engaging enough to have on in the background, without <laughs> feeling like I'm go listening go to. Not, like it's out. it's more engaging than Joe Rogan. Yeah. So you uh, know, well, give uh, me that. Uh, you're, you're an asshole. You just undone <laughs>
3: everything that you did.
4: <laughs> like, no, I like it. I've listened to all. Like I, I literally have been marathoning it nonstop. Um, it is very repetitive, though. But that's kind of the nature of the program. Is like most podcasts are bad in the same kind of way. You
3: unfortunately, know? yeah, I know. I'm trying to find new ways for podcasts to suck, but one of these <laughs> well, days... Well, I,
4: I, I'm also a big fan of meta, so for me, I'm, I might be one of the few listeners who's like, the podcast really begins at the 45-minute mark, you know, yeah. when we get into the Opie and all the drama and all the bullshit. I love that kind of stuff. Good! Yeah, well, I, unfortunately,
3: there's a lot of people who ask me to just put a timestamp in for the Opie. They, they don't give a shit about anything except for me talking about Opie. It's like, well, that's not really the point of me doing opiates. Ah, whatever. So it's funny you give me a 7 out of 10 because uh, there was a recent review on our iTunes page from Marry Me Andy. And it says, 9 out of 10, not enough Andy. <laughs> it's Andy. Review. Every time I hear his name, I think about <laughs> that clip. I love it. Um, all right. Bradley called into our voicemail line. He wants us to review a podcast.
2: Hey, Carl. This is uh, your boy Bradley again. Uh, I couldn't help but notice that last week's teaser wasn't a uh, podcast, but outside like I recommended last week. It wasn't. Uh, so I was pretty pissed off to hear that because, uh, I really want you guys to review that show because I think it'd be a funny episode, but apparently you don't think that's the case. We'll get um, to it. I don't Maybe know what, what I'm supposed to do. Like, am I supposed to threaten to rape your girlfriend or some shit? You could. Because you guys reviewed, uh, whatever the fuck this was this week because that guy did that.
4: Yeah, the thing by the well, famous really comedian you that you already knew about. You don't even right.
2: have to, like, review it. It's a little different. put it in the teaser for next week just to make me think that you're going to do it and then just review a totally different show.
3: Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Let Is me do a joke funny? for one person. But uh, let, let me just come up with this uh, elaborate yeah, scheme ahead, so that one person guys. gets the joke. Uh, that's really uh, uh, smart, I'll, Bradley. I'll, I'll that's guys. why you don't have a podcast. Bye-bye. That's not a good idea. All right, no. let's get back to our buddy CJ from L.A. as of the gun. I don't know who
8: you have co-hosting this week. Honestly, the co-hosts don't really matter. It's Carl who's star is. True that. Even though he was too fucking lazy to do a fucking show after he played a gig. Oh, I played a gig. Ooh, I want to be a rock and roll superstar, but I don't want to live the lifestyle. Anyway, I digress. So, I can't be nice to the boomer guy. Fuck you, boomer guy. Your material sucks. You're and if you really want to call somebody a boomer guy why don't you call opie The opie radio podcast why don't you call them up because opie is an old fucking boomer
3: that's a good point boomer guy should call the opie show that would be a good place for him to go does opie take voicemails that aren't just sucking his dick no they would never play a boomer guy voicemail no Never in a million years.
4: So I Boomer, don't think they'd appreciate the humor in it.
3: <laughs> so, Boomer Guy left me about, I, I don't know, 20 voicemails. He came to the same conclusion that we all did that it's time to give it a rest for a little bit. So, Boomer Guy, we love you, but uh, it's gotten a little stale. I have one more voicemail to play that just came in this morning. Someone who heard the real ass podcast talking about us and is taking sides
8: fuck call. real ass podcast rules
3: <laughs> i love that real ass yeah. podcast rules it sounded so sincere
4: it did i think you i think it was legit like this war you weren't high. even that hard on it you were you were mostly hard on the guests you, yes you seemed to like uh lewis j gomez this was addressed th- yes this is something uh, just to touch on a little bit because first of all, um, thank you so much for introducing me to Alex Jones. Oh, like yeah. I'd known about him, but oh my god, the podcast with fucking with uh, what's this? Joe Rogan was incredible,
3: dude. I'm Ins- so glad you said that. Man. I've had multiple people tell me I never wanted to listen to Alex Jones, but I listened to it based on your recommendation, and I'm so glad I did. That was five
4: hours that I wish was ten. It was amazing. Oh yeah. And, and I want to talk about how something I learned from that is if you, if you pay attention to the way Alex Jones talks, you can kind of decode the, the level of self-awareness he has. Because mm-hmm. when he talks about something that is absolutely true, he will tell you, go look it up. Yes. If he says that something is in the mainstream texts, he means, yeah, you, you can find this info. If he says it's in more esoteric texts – What he means is, this might be bullshit, but there's a lot of people who have said it. Mm -hmm. If he says, this has been declassified, he means, I read it in the National Enquirer. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably not true at all. Yeah. And you can apply a similar kind of logic to WATP. The concept of this show is that it's a roast. You are going to shit on the podcast, but if you say things like, I like this guy – and I think this show could be good. What you mean is it's not a bad show. Like, we're we're deliberately finding the negatives because that is the conceit of this. But I'm not saying that this show is completely worthless so that it couldn't be good with a few minor tweaks. Maybe Luis J. Gomez's show is good when he doesn't have that really boring guy on, you know. So I, I think you were overall positive about that show in the way that I read your show. To be honest, I was way too nice. Looking back at it, Lewis J
3: Gomez is a funny comedian, and I said that. But his yeah. podcast sucks balls, and I should have said I mean, that it, more.
4: I, it can't help but suck balls when he has nobody on there was funny yeah, at all. Yeah, like, I don't know. That's an
3: excuse. Here's, I mean, it's his show. He can he can make it good or yeah. bad. He's got that he should Amico be more self aware
4: about the fact that the people he has on are shit for sure. Well, I, I'm glad you brought this
3: up because I I actually wanted to address this and I didn't get a chance to do it until now. I really. I'm hard on myself for last week's episode. I thought Doug did a great job. Doug brought a lot of prep with him. He had great points. I didn't have a strong angle. I didn't know what I was talking about. And I didn't think it was the best review of a podcast. Part of it was that I was a little hungover, and I slept in, and I shouldn't have done that. But part of it, too, is... I knew Lewis was listening, and I was—that was in the back of my head, and I sh- it shouldn't have been. I, ne- I never should be considering. Oh, the person who, who I'm ripping on will be listening to this later. Who gives a shit? So I fucked up, and I want to address that. Especially, Especially Opie right said now he was
4: going to rape your girlfriend. Hold like on, try to come as hard as possible.
3: <laughs> Hold on, dude. I just—I sound like Opie. Last week's show was a mess, man. I mean, it was great. <laughs> It turned yeah. out great, but it was a mess. Oh, fuck. Yeah. What am I doing?
4: Yeah, you're doing it. I'll take this out uh, on post. I I, I I enjoyed the previous episode, but Please, I man. definitely felt that the – I simultaneously felt that the show was worse than you were saying, but I also did agree that I thought it could be – like I thought the whole going to rape your girlfriend thing was fucking hilarious. It was great. Like,
3: yeah, that was that awesome. That was really
4: fucking funny, and it's obvious that if the show was always like that, it would be a funny show. But what we actually got was a miserable pile of garbage.
3: No, you're right. The the fact that they called my hotline live on their show and said, if you don't fucking review my show, we're going to dox you and rape your girlfriend. And the guy goes, I think it's illegal to threaten someone like that. (laughs) And he goes, (laughs) it was so funny because Lewis goes, well, it's not illegal if you're joking. I'm not fucking joking. I was like, that's great. That's really funny. Uh, That
4: was... That, that bit was hilarious. Was the good. whole show needs to be that. Yeah, Lewis, if you, I mean, uh, I don't know if you're continuing to listen after this point, but uh, fix your fucking show, dude. You are way too good for that. If for it to Lewis, be that shitty.
3: If Lewis is still listening to WATP, he's certainly not listening two and a half hours in <laughs> while we're doing the voicemail segment. I can guarantee you that. I want to talk about some recent reviews that are coming on our iTunes page because they're hilarious. This one is from Get Your Sperm on April 17th. Yikes! Not sure the point of this except spreading petty negativity into the world and offering subjective opinions from wounded egos. Also hilarious, this pod itself is rated poorly.
4: That's a one-star review. Yeah, no shit. It's because of humorless fucks like you that the show is rated poorly. I know, poorly.
3: I know. It's self-fulfilling right there. They gave me one star and said, wow, this show is, is rated poorly. Yeah, <laughs> that's how that works. The next one is Dripping with Insecurity from Professor Pop and Lockhart. And this person says, all these nobodies do is criticize pods that are actually well-liked and widely applauded, unlike their three-star piece of trash pod. Cool idea. Get some talent and some GD self-esteem, then get back to us. Where did this all come from? I, there's, we don't have, we don't have any self esteem. We have wounded egos. I'm confused by all of this.
4: I, I wanted to, every time somebody has that, like, oh, well, it's a well-beloved podcast. I just want to be like, Who so are, are you trying to tell me that everything that a lot of people like is automatically good? Cause I think you could just go down a line of questioning where they will start to disagree with you almost immediately. Katy Perry.
3: Said, I mean, yeah. the, the, the
4: conversation over. I just won like the this, argument. Uh, I want to say Donald Trump. Donald lot, Trump. Like, and, <laughs> and, and, you know, I'm not stating an opinion on him, but, like, the man won. He has the majority votes. Are you saying you think Donald Trump is good? I suspect they're not.
3: Well, uh, did you, bro? What happened was there was uh, a Russian uh, conspiracy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah of course. You can look this How up. Can you can look this up. It's, uh, it's a well-documented declassified at this point <laughs> by the way that uh, dripping with insecurity was a one-star review all right this next one says so anyone who's drunk and high on cocaine can do podcasts now question mark and the uh the review is good thing this is just a podcast and we don't have to actually see the host make bubbles with his mouth when he talks how could anyone make a podcast without pronouncing their l's that is a five-star review
2: Oh, that's
3: from hilarious. Captain Redcock.
4: Yeah, I like that one. That's exactly perfect review.
3: <laughs> Fuck off. This one came in from Mookie Blaylock on April 12th. I'd rather clean out my ears with razor blades
4: than listen to this podcast. And that is a five star review. Oh, Carl, I want you to say something for me. Yeah. Girl. Uh, will you say, I made a calendar so I can balance my talents? I made a calendar so I can balance my talents. Uh, it's not a stick with you, but that's the Rochester accent is that AL sound. Yeah. You say balance, balance, calendar, balance, talents. I do that to my fiance all the time. It's
3: yeah. I, I have a thing with like candy. It's it's candy, oh. but I'm like candy. I yeah. have that, that weird Rochester thing. It's annoying. I hate it.
4: Yeah. It's just like a snarl on the A. It's
3: it's odd. No one has ever told me I had an accent until I started doing a podcast. Until I, nobody told me <laughs> I had an accent, you just said. Yeah. Right. I know it sucks. It's annoying. All right. This next one is from April 12th and it says embarrassing. This is a show hosted by what appears to be a late forties alcoholic who wants to be on the radio so bad and is butthurt that people younger and more successful than him make shows that people actually listen to the host Carl with a C and whatever other out of touch boomers. He can convince that week, spend 30 minutes reviewing a popular podcast before spending 60 minutes complaining about Opie from ONA every episode. Bad Show would not recommend. That is a five-star review. And that one had me giggling quite a bit this morning when I was reading through this. I knew it would be five stars because he knows too much. Well, okay, that's a good point. When he says Bad Show would not recommend, like that's like really doubling down on it. Yeah.
4: It's funny. Like nobody, nobody who... Honestly, like, leaves those one-star reviews, makes it to the fucking Opie segment. That's true. That's a good point. Uh, This next one is Carl
3: is the subject line from Teppo6688 on April 7th. I just hate you so much, Carl. You make me listen to so much garbage. You're a bad person. And that is a five-star review. So those are the recent reviews that have come through. Some good, some bad. Like I said, we're up to 451 one-star reviews. That, they just. There's been a in. couple
4: episodes where I felt that way, but now that I've made you listen to the Pizza Party podcast, I feel like I've got my vengeance. I'm I'm pretty
3: pissed at you, man. Yeah. I don't get that joke at all. What does that mean? <laughs> God damn it, man! <laughs> if if I never knew about a guy named Pan Pizza, it would be fine.
4: <laughs> Who names themselves that? I pan Pizza is the worst pizza. I never needed to know that there was a Pan Pizza on YouTube fuck and that he's like a, a weird furry who wants to fuck goth girls i guess who has like a fan art of him fucking goth robots of his guests oh is that a real thing i mean i think i think so yeah i get the impression i didn't do as much research as i usually do on the personalities of this Podcast, typically... I don't blame you. I mean, <laughs> no. there was, I, I clicked on all their Twitters in the description, and yeah. every single one of them made me go, Ugh, uh the typically, uh, I spend a lot of time digging
3: in, trying to find some tidbits to things to talk about. I just didn't care, these people were so uninteresting to me. I was actually surprised
4: that you wanted to listen to the show. I was like, What? Is... <laughs> I mean, I I only did for the meme, like, I, again, yeah. the only episode I'd ever heard was the one I was on. Um, but this one was almost exactly like it. So yeah. I think this is basically what the show is. Okay. All right.
3: Well, uh, Digibro, I want to thank you again for coming on the show and I'm no going to try a new outro. It's going to sound like this.
8: So the ATC hotline, I got an emergency. I heard a really bad podcast. I need to report in. Okay. It really hurt my Fifi's I I reported all over Reddit and I didn't get enough off post. Oh no